Is this thing recording? Uh, yes. Is my microphone on? <laughs> Confirm. <laughs> Whoops. Shut up and sit down. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not a good idea, and no one should ever do this. Um, that's, that's basically the theme here. Sure, I've got two little wheels on the yeah, side. Yeah, everything can take a break. Yeah, not doing but that. That's why my bike is one sweet ride. I would do another really big bike ride that was a big adventure, but I don't know that I will ever choose to ride up and down the same road for 12 hours. Again. I won't give them up. That's just how I roll. That's you are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. John Krakauer once said that Everest has always been a magnet for kooks, publicity seekers, hopeless romantics, and others with a shaky hold on reality. Sounds about right. I've got to have three things I learned from Everesting. I can eat a lot of food in one day. Social pressure is quite meaningful in things like this. I want to say that I found out that I was tough or something, but I think that I already knew that about myself. That's just how I roll. That's how I roll. I was just quite miserable. I feel like it went from from boring to miserable. But no, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. <laughs> yeah, so that was super dumb. It really hurt. And I'm never doing it again. I will never Everest again. Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Vondering, and I'm here with Lance Epler. Lance Romance, here for your listening pleasure. In studio. <laughs> In studio. Yeah, I can hear you this week. <laughs> yes, I think you can hear me this we week. That's good. Not like... Like I'm talking from the closet. Yeah, yeah. I'm not in the closet. It's not too early. I'm not out of the closet. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking. We're right the podcast in the closet. Yes. <laughs> okay. To his right. My God, this guy's a champ, Mr. Evan Price. Evan Price. I've I've decided to. We're gonna skip an intro here. I decided to keep the mustache for a little bit longer. That's oh. what Lance said. A little bit longer. <laughs> I, I said that eight months ago. Long. Eight months ago. I that's know. what I said. <laughs> I don't know how long I'm gonna keep it, but it's gonna be a little bit longer. Just a little bit. Uh, by the way, you can't skip your intro. There's eight things sitting on this table right now. Yeah. What are we? Dr- There's actually a lot of drinks right here. That's We're drinking Starbucks coffee. I got Salil cucumber melon. Uh, seltzer water. You sh- <laughs> I just got hit in the face by Lance's I'm double water. fisting here. <laughs> yeah, we're all double fisting. I've got every single one of us is double fisting. I've got Polar Seltzer Black Cherry and LaCroix Lemoncello. Oh, those are competing companies. Which one do you think you're going to like more? I don't know. They both suck. That Lemoncello is pretty both good. About the same. I also have the Lemoncello and a coffee. Half Starbucks caffeinated and mostly non-caffeinated home blend. <laughs> Ditto minus the home blend stuff here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and to his right, Mather Grand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys are looking, I don't know, climbtastic? Well, I don't thank know. you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Welcome. Is, is Lance a people of the internet? Uh, he is of the internet. I he's am of, the, of internet. the internet. He's on the you internet. You can find him on Instagram on the interwebs. <laughs> you can. At Dr. Hep. <laughs> or his dog. Or his dog. Matt, I'm going to start with you this week. Yep. Why don't you backpedal for us? Uh, pass. <laughs> Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> no, um, you had actually okay. a pretty fun weekend. Um, I, so, yes, the weekend was awesome. Earlier in the week, I paced Ethan to a sub. Ethan's my oldest kid. He is 10 years old, and he's been training. He's really been running like every single day. He'll go run a mile. He'll do these things. And one of the times he went to the track, and he did a hard mile, and he went 7.17 or something like that. And I was like, let's 
let's do it. Let me like pace you. Wow. And I brought my camera stuff, of course, because I'm like, that's what you do. This, this, you're, if you're a dad, like <laughs> I have this theory that all the YouTube videos and stuff is just like, you know, throwback to dad camcorder time. <laughs> right. You don't right? have to, you you don't have have to set up the, This is just yeah. the new era. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, have to set up a projector camcorder. in the attic. You oh, can just go to YouTube. But now. I could set up a projector in the attic, so I will. But yeah, so I paced him and we went, We what was crazy is we went out slow and I we had to get back on pace or whatever. So he negative split each lap. He went six fifty six. And I was like, Oh, that was a close one. I wasn't that sure was the coolest thing it. I heard all week is when he was like, Ethan went sub seven and just seeing how happy was, he was about it. It was pretty so cool. Awesome. He was like, I'm gonna post this to Instagram and it like took the watch and he has like a little on his Instagram account, which you can find it's Ethan P. Legrand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little scared to give it out, but he is dead. There. Yes. Uh also this week I did, you know, I did a couple of other little runs. He and I did um, a long run. We're doing a long run each week as well. We did five miles. Uh, my physical therapist is doing a good job because my um, Achilles felt Starting pretty good feeling for, decent. for five miles. And then uh, other news, I really didn't ride that much. I might have like ridden around. I'm basically out of bikes. I'm selling all my bikes. And uh, I think I'm down to a broken TT bike at this point. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We, what you traded one of your bikes? I traded one we, of my bikes. We, we didn't talk about this a little bit. We can talk about this. Uh, so I had a, I had a fixed gear bike that was not getting used, and um, I got it for relatively cheap because fixed gear bikes are actually cheap. So uh, if that's what you're into, they are an affordable option. Uh, and so actually, I think this was Jake's idea a long time ago. He was like, you know what you should do? Put it up for most interesting trade. And I like looked at Jake <laughs> with those lovey eyes, like this is the best idea I've ever <laughs> heard. It just took me like a year to actually <laughs> do it. So uh, yeah, so I put up that bike and I said most interesting trade. And there was some funny stuff, not a ton of stuff, but there's some funny things like I'll bake you some cookies, I'll give you my kid. <laughs> uh, there's a whole bunch of like funny That'd little be a things. terrible trade. Yeah, it was like I, for you're Gio, trying to you're trying to offload broken down 1970 yeah, shor- for shoulder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shoulder broken shoulder. Um, there's some great stuff, but the one that I thought was just like above and beyond was, you know, basically this like hundred year old uh, Italian accordion that was numbered. It was like number seven what? of two hundred or something like that. What? Right? Wow. I know. And I was like, this looks good. I was like, I'm going to wait another week to see what else happens, right? Within this trading, you know, barrage of ideas. And I was just like this. And I do want to make a video about this. So you guys, this this video is spoiled for you if you guys watch it later. But uh, then I ended up meeting up with Mark. I'm sorry. No, it was Scott. Scott. And he brings over this. And he, he's like, are you sure this is, you know, you're, you're getting stuck with this accordion. I'm like, yeah, this is an awesome accordion. <laughs> and... It was just the coolest thing. It's like this super old accordion. I brought it inside, cleaned it up a little bit, sat with my kids, and we started playing it. And my kids were just like pumped because they play <laughs> piano, so they can immediately so they can like get down accordion. and play. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we we played like the office theme song, uh, and I can give you the audio of that and you can pipe it in somewhere. You should play that for us here because okay. I think it'll sound all right on the microphone. We can, we can do it while you're pulling that up real quick. Did he bring you a like a jar of like Advil or Tylenol? I, I told the kids, I was like, this is dad's accordion. <laughs> if you're going to play, I'm going to like sit with you. Cause I, I actually really don't want it's it like to be broken. It's like an antique. Right. Yeah. I'm just like, cause my kids are 
rough on everything. The reason I had a steel cyclocross bike was because I, I knew my kids would just <laughs> beat the snot out of it. Uh, but the accordion, I'm like, if this thing falls or whatever, and I kind of just want it in the backdrop of some of the videos in the future. I just think it's such a cool talking piece. Uh, but yeah, the kids can play it and they can play a lot better than I can because they can play piano. Um, but here, I'll try to uh, play a clip for you guys. This is office theme song, but there's also a harmonica in the background as well so <laughs> five-year-old and a ten-year-old wow yes yeah, that's awesome Matt. <laughs> ethan's right on dash is a little off yeah <laughs> it's like two seals <laughs> clapping happy <Yes>. birthday <laughs> yeah so yeah great week that's my back pedal awesome Mr. Hepler. Yes. Why don't you backpedal for us? Well, uh, it was a rest week for me, so of course I did 20 <laughs> hours. <laughs> I, did. I love it when you're like, it's a rest week. Oh, I yeah, Saturday, Saturday got a little out of hand. <laughs> I did 20 hours. Well, originally, I was. it was supposed to be a rest week because there was going to be a gravel race. Oh, in a huge case of not surprise, uh, it was postponed. So geez. it got pushed to September. So. Which is all it didn't good. just get postponed. It, it, it's like it didn't just kind of barely not happen. It's like, oh no, we'll try in the fall. We'll again. try in the like, fall. Here's, what, here's what I understand. <laughs> what? Why did they cancel that race so late? Um, because last, yeah. last week it was on. Last week it was on, and they were like, I, I no think, one's registering, and they were. Like, I, I think it's the same reason that Iron Man's doing it. I think it was just you can't they were that. just hoping and yeah. hoping that they could still pull it off and that they, okay. that it could still happen. And I, he probably just got too much hate. Yeah. And so it got postponed, which was fine. So I ended up just riding all week you, anyway. You had a more fun day, right? You did. You had a big day on Saturday. <laughs> Fun's, so, a strong word. Fun's a strong word for what Saturday I was, did man. ride like 320 miles. I messed around on these e-bikes uh, a couple of times this week, which was cool. a ton of fun. Um, some with my wife, and we did some uh, modeling for uh, Jake and uh, to create some The mustache content. is really bringing a lot of modeling <laughs> the contracts. The mustache is, is. is uh, as bad as you think it is, folks. <laughs> so, Jake, how about you? Do you want to backpedal? And You're starting go? to grow out. That's going to be the plan. This Lance is, uh, He's actually starting to grow like a little bit of a tuft under the lower lip. Yeah, I'm trying to, is that I'm a trying plan? to even it out just a little bit. It's I think you happening. need to get rid of that part. <laughs> okay. That, that part it, needs to go. Keep, what keep do you it think? clean except no, for yeah, the... Only the mustache. You can't I'm triangle down there. It takes away from it. Okay, well, <laughs> it's all stupid anyway, so we're just going to keep at it. But, uh, yeah, I guess Saturday, or I did ride quite a bit this week. Instead of doing this gravel race, there there actually is supposed to be a mountain bike race coming up this weekend. Okay. And the mountain bike race, they are doing it time trial format so everybody does the same course smart. but everybody everybody goes a minute off at a time and anytime you are in somebody's draft or passing somebody you have to have your neck buff up okay so those are the plans it's probably more likely that that's actually going to happen but we shall see so me and a teammate went down and pre-rode the course on saturday morning it's like a 17 mile course yeah. or something like that was it, it fun it was. It's a ton of fun. It's very difficult. There's almost three thousand feet of climbing in it in seventeen miles. What? Which is a lot. But that's <laughs> wow. mountain biking. Okay, I don't know. That's pretty normal with mountain biking. Uh, so me and Surratt went down and had a good time. I'm glad we did it because how's Chris doing? He's doing good. He um, has vowed uh, not to shave his beard until he races again. So he looks <laughs> as ridiculous as I do. Okay. So <laughs> that makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But it was fun to be able just to hang out with uh, Surratt and do some mountain biking. I'm glad I did because I totally cut the sidewall on my rear tire oh, and yeah. flatted and realized there was no sealant in my rear tire and it didn't seal and we had to tube it to save our ride. Do you think it would have, ride? Se- do you think it would have sealed? Maybe. You think? Okay, so Maybe. not a huge slash? or Yeah. So we actually tried to plug it a couple of times and then realized there was no sealant coming out. And, oh, it's because there's no sealant in the tire. Way to go, Hepler. You're an idiot. So you just haven't ridden that bike in a while. I hadn't ridden it in a while. So yeah. which it was good to go, like, lay on it a little bit. And we laid on it for a couple hours, which was fun. So we got done pretty early. I drove uh, back to Vancouver and thought, I'll go spend a half an hour with the Eversting boys so, and, and this will come up <laughs> here we'll, today. We'll talk about it. Did you? So the plan was only a half. Did hour. you drive yeah. over to the hill, or did you ride over, or both? I drove there okay. because the the mountain bike was about two hours away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so well, I meant like for the Everesting stuff. I parked. I my I have a big van, <laughs> and I didn't want to park too. at the intersection because they're just park across it. I parked like up the road. There there was a spot up the road like. A quarter mile away that was appropriate appropriate yeah. for me to park the yeah, big yeah, yeah. van oh yeah <laughs> so i parked a little a little ways away so yeah multiple bikes with them too so. i had a bunch of bikes <laughs> so that's what i was thinking i was like you got the van you got options <laughs> so yeah i went to uh ride about a half an hour with the everesting boys plan to do it fully um do a couple laps on the e-bike just to make them feel like idiots and uh, i think that was a great idea so i got on the e-bike which was really fun i was able to film some little video clips and and go I, I'd never when I was on the e-bike I never went fully to the bottom so that there was I didn't get on the segment <laughs> I tried, oh yeah. yeah I tried to stay off the segment on the e-bike and I did that for three or four laps with them and then I realized you know I might actually be able to be some help here and so I went got on my regular bike not the e-bike and ended up doing 25 laps with them so I rode for four hours with how them. Much, how much was that elevation-wise? It was uh, 10,500 feet. Jeez. So like 10,600 feet or something like that. That's a big day. Wow. That's a, just a big day on its own. Well, and, and then the e-bike, you had to probably, I mean, the battery gave out at some point? It didn't. It, it hadn't given out yet. Oh, okay. But I just, it was time for me to actually pace these guys and not just play on the e-bike. Mock them. Come on, man. <laughs> I had fun on the e-bike. I so I got out there. Also, I didn't mention this in my back pedal, but yeah, the e-bikes are so much fun. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, you're just putting in 100 watts or less and yeah. just talking. Oh, yeah. Lance was, Lance was updating me with, with the amount of watts he was putting out the entire time. Oh, yeah. Time. It was great. Pushing yeah. 60 <laughs> watts right now. You know what was fun is Mike Guyvan came out and took an effort yeah, he did. to to get the KOM on the segment that these guys were Eversting on. How we, many people took attempts that day? Three? Three. Four. Three. That's Hatfield, just cool. Hatfield, Kent, Kent Ross, Ross, yep, and uh, Mike, Mike Guyvan. Yep. In my opinion, I just think like the atmosphere of. I mean, we can talk about this when we talk about. Yeah, let's Evan's press background. pause on that and and save it for the yeah. uh, the topic for today. But the the Guyvan part I wanted to talk about. Right. He he was making an, uh, a KOM attempt. He's on his bike <clears throat> going full out. I'm on the e bike riding with one hand. Filming him and coaching him at the same time, just like, well, come on, Mike. And let's honestly, go. as he's that's... finishing at like over 600 watts, yeah, at the end he's of that pushing climb. 600 yeah. watts. And yeah. I'm like, let's go. He was not a talking mood at that moment. <laughs> I, I think at that speed, having you could, I mean, like you're getting some draft, you're going to be able to get a benefit to having some draft. You weren't in front of him, though. You weren't really in front of him. I was next to him. I was, I was trying to film it. Yeah. yeah. 
that's I don't know what that falls into the rules uh, of KOMs. I'm, that's a good question. That's Cause, like because drafting, drafting is legal. Yeah, drafting is legal, right? But oh, okay, drafting a scooter, drafting a car, it's probably the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, I had a great time. My week was fantastic. I rode way more than I planned to, but I still feel pretty good. So cool. Enough of me. Your right weak strap is telling you you're still alive. I I had a really good recovery th- today. Yep. So go figure. No, good. Lance is actually one of my favorite stories from Saturday because if you looked at your cumulative, just like watts that day, like TSS score, however people like to assess that, you had a massive day Saturday. Uh, it was almost That's five a hard was two almost hours a on the mountain. Five hundred TSS day. That's wow. a huge it's day. A big day on the mountain bike. It's yeah. a big, big day. On the, day. It was a yeah. day. Yeah. Jeez. So you were probably it's, only like six or seven or something like it that. It was like seven, six or seven. So I, I don't even want to say that the actual number Strava gave me, and I'm not making this up. It, it was literally 666. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Is actually what Strava gave my suffer score for, which I'm not sure. I swear that was not on there. Was evil no, effort. That was. Uh, it was a very evil effort. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm going to jump into my backpedal real quick, and then we're going to come over to you, Mr. Evan mm-hmm. Price. Um, five and a half hours on Zwift. Nice. Trying to kind of ease my way back That's in there. Good. Just mm-hmm. kind of got on there and, and rode easy one day, and then I did a couple of zone twos. Wow. Um, the one you did, was it this morning or last night? Last night. Last night looked pretty solid. Yeah, I was doing some uh, like threshold work for uh, yeah. some, basically it was four times five minutes. So I was mm-hmm. trying to hold over 310 watts for the five minutes, which for me, that's kind of like a sweet spot. Yeah. Um, it felt, felt better than I thought it would. So, Have you put together like a, a program to kind of build back up? To for yourself, have you built yourself your own program or no? You're just <laughs> kind of like, you're like, hey, this, yeah, well, I should go medium effort here. The other yeah. thing, well, I, I'm gonna start working that back in there. Um, okay. I, I don't have a program because I don't really have anything like, what am I training for? I know, I, but sometimes it's like, you know, you're, you're thinking, like, okay, we had this surgery and yeah. here's my four week plan to get back into sure. you know, whatever normal, what, sure. building back to 10 hours per week Jake's, or something like that. Right? Jake's got that 10 hour sweet spot yeah. for him that just seems yeah. to be like, that works boom, well. Boom, and boom, if boom, I could, yeah. you know, be like Lance Hepler and ride 20 hours and yeah, it would be even better, but that's just when I balance life out, 10 hours seems to work where I've got a balance between my writing, my work and my family. So that works. Um, I am going into the doctor tomorrow for my post-op follow-up, mm-hmm. um, which will be yesterday as you're listening to this, if you listen to it the day it come out. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that he's going to give me uh, the go-ahead to get back out on the bike. Mm-hmm. That is killing me. So yeah. watching everybody this past weekend was just – it kind of breaks your heart. It's gut-wrenching. It's like I can't even go on Strava right now and look and see what people are doing. I, I did go and look at your guys' stuff up. but um, well, again, Jake, Jake also technically – Technically, no, that nope. Technically, no, nope, no, didn't happen. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing. Whatever. I sat on Move a device on. That, that he did drive a car. Yeah. <laughs> I, sat, I sat on a device that took me to the bottom of a hill <laughs> a couple times. Um, it was a car, but <laughs> but last week I trumped you. I beat you. What? I beat you. Twenty-one point five hours. Dang it! A physical therapy. <laughs> wow. Can we add the bike hours into that too? I consider the bike hours part of that. Well, if you want to do that, then you're at... You're 27 hours. 27 hours. I, I consider aerobic Jake exercise part me. of any post-op process. If I can figure yeah. out how 26 to, 26 hours. Yeah. If I can figure out how to take, you know, even like 20 hours and build it into my normal schedule, like That's, moving forward, that'd be fantastic. We have but, to have your trainer set up in here, so every moment you're on the phone, you just <laughs> hop on it, boom, knock out 15 minutes, there you back go. off it. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> 17.5 hours on the continuous passive motion machine last Holy week. Holy nice. So ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my God, that's He's just like, very good maybe I, I can have Ethan come over and play me some. Uh, oh some yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Do you? I, I, li- I don't even think I slept that much this week. <laughs> really? 
No. I mean, that is so much time. <laughs> yeah. on you just that sit machine. there and it's this thing's going like a quarter of a mile an hour and like raising my arm up and then it goes back down and you're sitting there like, you can't do things because. I think it would go really well with the office theme song, actually. I think that that activity just, I think it was made for that sort of movement. You know? Do you like watch TV or YouTube or answer emails or. A little bit of that. I don't watch TV. I watch YouTube stuff. I guess that is kind of watching TV, but I prefer that just watching TV. But. um. It's usually trying to text people back with one hand or email people back yeah. with one hand. So you're doing things at like half he the just speed. Stares in the mirror and positive self talk <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> That's what I do every morning. Yeah. Yeah. Hours. <laughs> Yeah. So when you wake up at six o'clock in the morning, and if you're wondering what I'm doing, that's what it's I'm probably doing. Probably the passive range of motion machine. But yeah, that that's about it for me. It wasn't uh, it, I got to watch Evan this past week. Evan, can, we can skip hard. your backpedal, right? <laughs> to be honest, your your guys' backpedals of Saturday are going to be much more interesting to me because mine was pretty repetitive. So. <laughs> Why don't you backpedal everything minus Saturday? Because I want to leave that yeah. as okay. its own thing. So what, yeah. how did last week go for you? So la- last week was great. Actually, sitting here right now with me is is my mother, who is Yay! from the wonderful state Mary of Ohio. <laughs> yes. And she flew out here this... I'm not sure if the original plan was for it to always be this Everest week, but we knew at some point later this summer, once COVID things calmed down a bit and travel was going to be okay, that uh, she wanted to come out to the Pacific Northwest and visit. And it just worked out that the, this weekend was going to be good. Um, she's a teacher, so we obviously had to do that around her work schedule, you know, which this is the only time of year she's able to really travel at all. But, um, yeah, so she came in Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night. And then Friday we got to um, hang out and get ready for everything Saturday. Saturday we'll talk about. And then yesterday, which was Sunday, we had Cassie's, like, the greatest – Portland foodie, like she is. Oh my, which is cool. We spent all day. Well, so we we woke up in the morning and did our open water swim. She got to see a lot of the, you know, uh, uh, a bit of the triathlon team that comes out and does our horseshoe lake swim. Yep. Um. Then right after that, we went and ran in Forest Park, which was your first time in Forest Park, right? That's a great place to yeah. run. That is. Yeah. It was. It was our first time in Forest Park. Uh, we got lucky and did not get rained on somehow the the whole day. Hmm. And then yeah. from Forest Park, we. Got a little bit of food and then just. Where did you guys go for food afterwards? Did you um, go to that French. Uh, there's one at the. I know. Kind of I know what you're talking of, about. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, what's the name of that that brunch place? I know. I, I know what you're thinking of. Where'd you guys go? No. So we went and got. Oh, T. I'm gonna need your help on this one. This is post race pastries. I know. There's a, there's, know. A, there's a whole Instagram account there about is. this. I got the whole bowl and then you guys got the. Um, Biscuits and gravy. Oh. oh, yeah. We went to Pine Street. That's where oh, we went. Oh, Pine Street Pine Biscuits. Street. Yes. Fantastic oh, And I got place. the Deluxe. Of course, I got the Deluxe. The Reggie. The Reggie. My bad. bad, bad, bad. The, the Reggie, Reggie Deluxe. Yeah. I guess I know too much about the For anybody who doesn't know, it's basically two biscuits, fried chicken, gravy, wow. egg. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you incredible. put all those calories right back in? Oh, just. You're like, <laughs> I tried my best. Maybe, that is for maybe sure. Maybe do a little swim, maybe a little run, but no no problem. Yeah. The calories are coming I back did, in. And I did force. make the, I'm kind of feeling it today. I was really, like, so Cassie and um, uh, my mom decided to run in Forest Park on Wildwood. Yeah. Um, Cassie knows that very, you know, ran to the witch's house, ran back. Uh, they ended up getting nine or 10 miles in. So. Wow. That's good because that that's a very hilly route. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's just long, straight up or straight run. down the whole time. Yeah. And then I originally was like, I'm just going to jog three or four miles and then started feeling good. And my GPS lost me. So I'm like, these don't count, right? Once your <laughs> GPS loses you. 
So then Did I just started Leaf Erickson Trail. Yeah, and is, there and there were some high schoolers running. So I was like, I'm just gonna pace with these kids. So like I ran after them, ran with them, tried to drop them because that's dumb, you know. Did I you wanted talk to. to them? No, no, no. Weird ran up guy. next to them, put the buff weird. up, and then just tried to drop them. Weird guy with a mustache. <laughs> yeah, I'm just running by him fast. <laughs> buff in your mustache. But the legs felt good, so you know, I I wanted to run fast. Started clocking my miles just by the the yeah. posts and I was like oh I'm running like mid sixes feel good running back I tried to PR I PR'd my little last descent at Leaf right felt great got back <laughs> to the car Leaf. bad idea well yeah really bad as soon as I got back to the car ruined. I was like that was a terrible I ran like 12 or 13 miles of like tempo running I was like that was a really poor decision but that's why I need to coach but yeah that's why I need to coach but yeah the, we, we got to um, the we coach went to, would just be like don't that was, do that <laughs> That's all you need. But we <laughs> we went job. to Mount Tabor too, which I had not been to Mount Tabor before. Yeah. Cool spot. There's a cool bike race that goes around Mount yeah, Tabor. Yeah, I've never been yeah. over there. It's funny because it's like pretty close. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it was very cool. Little extinct volcano right in the Portland city limits. Seriously? Yes. Is that what Mount Tabor's? It is an extinct volcano. I did, that blows my mind. I did yeah. not know that. And they have a race that goes up it, and they it's like a weekly race in the summertime. Yeah. When, when there are bike races. Yeah. There's no bike races this year. And it's, no. and it's like <laughs> so, a corkscrew going up, basically. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. So there's this nice little climb, and then mm-hmm. this screaming fast descent. It's it's like a circuit. It's it's a great race series. That sounds yeah. like a blast. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we got a whole view of the city from the top of Mount Tabor. And yeah, I just I think Cassie did an awesome job of showing my mom the city. Basically, we're selling <laughs> it. Was, we're selling you on this yeah. town. We're trying to get her to consider moving out here. So yeah. we'll put her on the spot and have her answer that. Are you going to move out here in the next Uh-oh. decade here by the end? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, and then today we finally moved myself basically entirely out of my apartment, which has been a slow process. Yep. And now I am here. And here you are. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. We will come back to your uh, yeah. your Saturday shenanigans. We'll like Saturday didn't happen for a second. <laughs> There's lots to talk about still. Uh... Patreon, you guys. Patreon. Right. Ooh, this is a fun one. This is a fun one, and I, I thought this was Lance I, all weekend long, and I was going to keep this in my back pocket. And then I asked Lance about it when he came in here this morning. He's like, "Huh? We have a new Patreon, you guys. New Patreon. Champ Bailey is the new Patreon. Somebody <laughs> signed up as a Patreon as Champ Bailey. I am <laughs> equal That's parts awesome. honored and offended." <laughs> <laughs> I am super curious. Yeah, I'm super curious too. The email is like chat Bailey out at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, so we don't know who No they, way. Yeah, somebody made an email account and signed up. So that's whoever that is, thank you. It is not me. It is not my wife. <laughs> Han- maybe Hanel or someone. <laughs> it could be maybe. somebody like that. But <laughs> there's so many we gotta get like to the, personalities on our so, team. We have a lot of personalities. To the bottom of that, yeah. You know, and th- we get funny things like that from time to time. Maybe we need to talk about these more, like some of the letters that we've received, we- were, which are pretty funny. Um, <laughs> from a, from a Mr. Grumpy, if you're listening out there, I know that we've never brought this up, but we did receive your letter. And we we did receive a written letter. Yeah, it was pretty funny from too. a guy who called himself Mr. Grumpy. Yeah, and he was basically saying, "There's this guy on Strava. He has all the KOMs." You guys need to go take some KOMs so that he feels a bit humbled. Well, oh. he put a bounty on it too. He put like a if bounty you take on it. Certain amount of KOMs and hold them for a week. He would buy us a case of Kirkland sparkling water. Yeah, that's the way to get us to do something. <laughs> that's yes. right. To buy our love. Don't so, give me five hundred dollars. I want Kirkland sparkling Kirkland. water. <laughs> we'll circle back to that to another time. But um, the Patreon spotlight though for this week. Uh, it's going to be Jenny Hamness. Jenny Hamness. Jenny Hamness of the Hamness family, who are Patreon stars. She went out 
on a whim, I'm thinking maybe, but by herself in her neck of the woods over there. She lives in Washougal, kind of in her neighborhood, if you will, and did a, a 10K, 10,480 10, feet of climbing. Yes. Wow. All what looks like in her neighborhood. It was like a very small little sector there, and she did it in 51 miles, which is actually pretty That's stinking good. actually really good. Yeah, because when we've done our Prune Hill 10K, usually I think I got it near, or like down to about Six, 50, yeah. 56, The I first think. time we... I don't know. The first time I, it was over 60. 60 yeah, 60 something. And yeah. we pared it down. And we tried to make it a little bit more efficient and got so, it down to like 54, 55. But she did it in 51 and changed. Wow. That's good. That's a in lot. Five if and a half hours. That's if pretty stinking If you're choosing different good. climbs and going just throughout your yeah. neighborhood, that's like an 8, 9% average. That's a lot. So just yeah. wanted to give her a little shout out that's and say, awesome. good job. Yeah. Good job, Jenny. Amazing. So we talked about this last week. Um, if you could hear us talking last week. And we were whispering about We've this got this week. little uh, little drawing that we're going to do this week. And Matt, you want to tell people what you see right here? Yes. This is the uh, famous dialed buff, which I need to buy one of these as well, because this is the time of the world when we need to be able to cover our mounts. Uh, definitely, you know, when you're riding and you want to pass people on the trails or whatever it is, just so nice to have something to be able to pull up and cover yes. your mouth. Yeah. Uh, when you want to go flying through Costco, yeah. they work pretty well too. And I posted a video yesterday and it was like, my wife was like, you guys could have had so much more like masks on and coverage and all this stuff. And there was a lot of guilt. A lot <laughs> of guilt from the wife. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do it, people. Yeah. Don't be like me. <laughs> Wear your buffs. Wear your masks. So we're going to pull the name out of the little thing here. I've got everybody who is a patron in here. Who would like to pull it out? T. T? Yes. All right. Yes. Come on, T. Pick one out of there. Podcast guest. All right. Drum roll. Who's going to win the buff? Let's see what we got. Nice drum roll there. Who is that? The Hamness family. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what are the odds? They get a two for this week. They get wow. two for nice. All right. That was legitimate, too. Everybody's names yeah, were that was. folded up or triple folded well, up. There's you no video of that. People aren't going to believe us, but we swear. That was, that was coming your way. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Terry and Jenny, you guys come yeah. by and claim your Jay buff. Jay deserves you guys... that buff for sure. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. All right. Uh, That's too bad it wasn't Scott uh, Troutman because he just texted me saying, hey, I need a I buff. Need a buff. <laughs> I was going to come by, but you guys are all recording right now, We're so sorry, text Scott. me when you're done. We're sorry, Scott. <laughs> Almost, man. Almost. Um, Champ. Champ, Champ Bailey. Bailey. Hey, Champ here? Champ Bailey here. Champ Bailey. <laughs> Can't believe I you got have some news got for an you. email account and everything now. <laughs> I got so, an email account. Uh, you're so grown up. I'm ghosting. All right. Uh, three things to talk about in the world of cycling. Uh, the one thing that I thought was pretty cool. It looks like that Sepp Kuss is going to make the World Tour team for the Tour de France. Jumbo might, for actually, Jumbo Visma, for Jumbo Visma yeah. which is amazing good, good because team yeah. going for the win. It is a solid, oh, solid yeah, team. That's a cool team. Yeah. Uh, Sepp will be the youngest person on the team. He's 25 from Colorado. Wow. Uh, he used to train and ride with uh, Pace and McKelvin quite a bit because they're both from the Durango area. So mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. That Durango area, I'll tell you what, they have some really good young oh, cyclists yeah. that have come out of the Durango area. Yeah, too ridiculous. Uh, next, there was a time trial race in Slovenia. Why is Slovenia the only country that's holding races? I don't know. No. Okay. So Slovenia <laughs> had their road race last uh -huh. week. And who won last week? Roglic. Roglic beat Pojakar. Pojakar. Mm -hmm. So now uh, they had the time trial. And guess who won? Oh, uh, guess who are the two people who are the only ones in Slovenia who can ride bikes <laughs> fast, apparently? <laughs> but Pojakar beat yes, Roglic did. in he the did. time trial. Wow. So that's kind of cool. Pojakar crazy. is a very, like, he's going to be somebody to really keep your eye on over the next couple of years. Yes. Yeah. 
So very cool. Um, the other thing was there. There's a bit of a conflict in the world tour schedule. Also this year, the uh, the world championship time trial is scheduled for the same day as one of the stages of the Tour de France. The, the last stage. Oh, no, that's not last stage. They, yeah. they should just have it at the same place and then just do it in the morning and then <laughs> just start the and stage do, later in the afternoon. Yeah, maybe there they should go. do yeah. that. <laughs> so what it'll do, it will... Did it, nobody look at the schedule there I'm and they're sure like... they did. I'm, it's just like, it's so packed. It's all so condensed that but they just... when you're just, talking about the biggest road yeah. race in the world... In the biggest time in trial, trial in, the world. in the world. Why would you do that when you know that the best time trialists are going to be at the Tour? Because the Run by different organizations, and they that all is want true. Money. They are ASO is not going to want to cooperate with UCI. So yep. yeah, <laughs> but they're both like watering down their the, the whole race calendar for that. Yes, that just doesn't make for sense to me. Thing. I mean, I'm sure they've got some sort of sensibility to why they want to do this, but I'm sure you you got to be able to come up with right. a, a solution. You there would think that amicable for everybody. Depending on what the tour stage is. I wonder if guys will just maybe they'll give them the option to like, well, hey, do you don't want to not ride today? Who's it going to take out? It's going to take out Rohan Dennis, Roglic, uh, Chris Froome, massively important people um, on their teams. Yeah, but I mean, like Roglic and Froome would skip the time trial and stay with the tour, right? So, yeah. But like Rohan Dennis or who, who's the other guy? I, th- there's oh, I Tom mean, Dumoulin. There's Tom a Dumoulin. huge list of guys. There's that are guys going for the that time would trial. yeah that would rather do the time trial that have a chance at a medal in the time trial that. Dumoulin being a, a yeah. big name there. Yeah, definitely. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what are yeah. you going to do? I honestly don't think either will happen, so. Uh, no. yeah, maybe not. <laughs> uh, Bailey, out. Out. Unless Slovenia maybe hosts both. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be the Tour de France in Slovenia this year? <laughs> That's right. Maybe. The Tour de France. Wasn't Slovenia. there some tour news today? Was there... I, I, I can look this up while we, you know, the SEP news. The SEP there was the virtual news tour news. Oh, but yeah. I I thought, <laughs> this is what I was thinking. Which I chose like, not to bring up. Oh. No, that was big news, Lance. Why did we not talk about it? <laughs> what is the news? Because it was a- like, I saw it mentioned and I was like, what? They're, they're like ASO, setting up a couple uh, stages. ASO partnered with Zwift for virtual tour de France. That was the big thing. And I think the, like... Is the tour still a go? I mean, yes. as of right now, it's yeah. still a go. Was it like, was the September? I don't remember what the dates were. The developers were asked to develop 21 perfect yeah. stages. It's the month of <laughs> so September, <laughs> like the last week of August, th- three weeks into September. I think Vanderpool was going to participate in the virtual tour. I think that was part of the announcement. News. Yeah. Huh. I, but okay. but Chant Bailey's already out, so that yeah, that's Chant not Bailey's real news. Out. It's not real news. <laughs> that's going to be next virtual. week. <laughs> it's virtual news. In virtual real. real news next week. <laughs> <laughs> Virtually real. <laughs> All right, our topic this week, Eversting. Everesting, I heard surprise, about it. Surprise, surprise. So we're going to talk What's about <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about all things Everesting. We're going to have Evans' accounting of his uh, Everesting attempt this past weekend. Did he do it? Question mark? You know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll Stay see. tuned. Uh, we're going to talk about equipment choices, route selection, weather, and talk a little bit about like what it takes for endurance and just kind of wrap our heads around what this whole thing is because there's so many people out there doing it right now. And I think um, here locally, there was other people that did it this past mm-hmm. weekend as well. So it's really starting to gain some momentum. I'm really kind of curious though to know yeah. from your perspective, like how this all went down and we've got questions for you. So still rarefied okay. air, right? Like less than 10,000 people have ever done it that have yeah. recorded details or so it's about yeah. it's somewhere between 7,000 and 8,000 people total. I think, I think the last time I heard was 7,000. I'm sure it's, yeah. it's climbing close to 8,000 It's climbing because yeah, every yeah. weekend there's more people that are doing it, but it's definitely according, popular right now. Yeah, according mm-hmm. to the Everesting Hall of Fame, yes. there are 6,198 oh, okay. people who have successfully submitted okay. an Everest attempt. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, Ouch. so I think it, I think by people. the end of this year it'll probably be closer to ten thousand, just because I think a lot of yeah. people are, if well, they're capable, want, want to give it a shot. I think two year. weeks ago it was only four thousand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think it'll be ten thousand before COVID's done. That's, so yeah. how about before we get into all the questions and talking about all the little nuances that go into this, why don't you give us an accounting of what your day was like? Talk about yeah. start start the night before and then kind of just take us through the whole process. We how want to talk that, about what it is and some of the yeah details. Nah. You can. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll like fill to. in some of the details. Sure. Kind of, yeah. so there you go. go. I'll give yeah. you three things. Yeah. So the, the, this makes it really easy what Everesting is. It's climbing the height of Mount Everest, yes. 29,000 yep. feet and 29,000 and 29 feet. feet. Yes. Yeah. It's done on one hill anywhere in the world. Yep. It can only be one hill. And it, it has to be done in one activity, no time limit, no sleep. You can take breaks, but you can't and take you a nap. And you cannot stop the watch. The and watch continues to Correct. go. So you can gotcha. take as many breaks as you want. That watch continues going. Those yep. are basically the rules. Yeah. yeah. So basically, fr- Friday came around. Uh, <laughs> it was a very normal Friday. Basically worked here, got home, and thought, I want to go on a ride. Got to ride with David Goodman. Oh, went okay. out, talked to Ivan, gotten to ride with David in a while, which was awesome. Yeah. You know, just rode around, made sure the bike worked. Jake was nice enough to give me his uh, uh, Vanquish head wheels, which was a beyond a lifesaver because I'll tell you what, my gearing was not going to get me through that last 15K. So the 33 climbing gear I had on the Vanquish wheels was incredible. Great. That basically made the day. But um, Friday, get back. We ate. T, do you even remember what we ate? I don't even remember what, what I ate Friday. Oh, I think it was like rice and chicken. Okay. Like I literally just ate rice and chicken and a bag of chips. I tried to keep Sounds as right. simple as possible. I, I was drinking water all day. I was probably peeing every 15 minutes on Friday. <laughs> Literally every 15 minutes. It was fun. And most of my patients knew I was doing this too. So I think the interrupted back bathroom breaks during PT were not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they, they were understood. But um, went to sleep really early Friday. Tonk had been texting me. And I know Tonk is, anybody who's trained with Tonk before knows he, he likes to on weekend rides. He'll get up real early for weekend rides. Start pretty early. Uh, he's even been known to ride from home out of Portland. He lives close to, uh, well, did live close to OHSU. Yeah. And um, he would, you know, ride out from there, but start pretty darn early sometimes. For rides, like between 5 and 6 a.m. That's going to serve him well in the future. Oh, it will. It absolutely will. And for me, that's time when I'd be swimming usually instead of jumping yep. on a bike. I usually wait on the weekends because I do not get to sleep a ton during the week. And it was a very busy work week. So I, I, was, I knew I needed eight hours of sleep or this was going to be a long day. So Tonk's start time was, Matt, you're going to know for, it was like 5.30 yeah. a.m., wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 5.30. Yeah. I got there. 5.35 probably. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. And I, and I got there at 6 a.m. and then yeah. was probably riding by 6.10, 6.15 maybe. Yeah. Some, some, somewhere around there. But um, it was early. It, the, the sun gets up here early. So even when Tonk started, it was still light at that long, time. The days are long, yeah. Yeah. So Tonk started, uh, he had four laps on me to start. Mm-hmm. Um, which was per- that was actually kind of our plan last night. It was like, okay, Tom's gonna have a couple laps in. He's gonna. I know he likes to get up early and feel, you know, or like like warmed up by the time that you know I I was gonna be there, which was good. Um, Matt was awesome, and Matt was there early with us, getting some interviews done, some awesome footage early on. Yeah, I um, laid the spikes across the road. <laughs> <laughs> laid the guardrails down at the bottom. You have to. You, yeah. you got to get up early if you're going to do that kind of sabotage. Yep. And yep. this and this climb that that we did this on is is very close to Jake and Matt's neighborhood in Camas. That is very nice. Yeah. Which, for us. I'm which glad was you guys good. chose something for us. Well, yeah. and that and that was kind of we wanted to choose a climb that was close to most people on the team, which this right. area is where a lot of people on the team live in Camas, Washington. Um, 
the climb is forest home which if you watch matt's youtube video you get to see it it's a in my opinion beautiful climb it really yeah, is. It is it's a very nice road uh it's like a Did pro- you run it it's like a protected neighborhood road yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Although it wasn't yeah. really protected that day, it seemed like uh, there it was, was a lot of cars coming through. There was a lot of cars. A lot of cars. There was a the high school graduation. Yeah, the high school, there was. <laughs> they were having like a parade that they were doing. A lot of people yep. used that as their thoroughfare to get through to the parade. Yeah, so we actually did have a ton of cars with streamers going by. Uh, for, for the most part, though, they were pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and and to be completely honest, mm-hmm. the entire day, outside of one delivery truck that really did not like me at some point, it was every single car was very nice yeah there was nothing bad going on at any point there was a van from xfinity that i kind of was oh, there yeah threw my fist up at a little bit was and there another one? you yeah. and sean henry yeah. were there too and yeah we were like damn uh, you i, I like, know what i don't understand the, if comcast requires you to be at home for eight hours waiting on them then what is this guy in a rush for yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there Come between on. the dates on, of, yeah <laughs> So we, uh, you know, got it's we uh, Tonk brought a really cool little lap counter, which honestly throughout the day, cool. I didn't realize how awesome that was. There came a point of the day where I think the only thing I was able to see was the road and the lap counter. So that actually really helped being able to just see the laps because Tonk was keeping them on his computer. But I right. knew that my computer's an 820 engine, very old, and it died off about five hours in. So I was going by my watch the entire time. Okay. Uh, which is actually Matt's old watch, which really was a champ the entire time. That battery yeah, those is still awesome. Solid. The battery was still actually, solid. Yeah, the watch on that, the battery on those watches, I think, are the best in the. Oh, well, I, I, the Phoenix. I had like only twenty five percent off of this the entire day. It was amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, but uh, we got going throughout the day. Everybody did a good job. Of our group was never beyond four. I think. Yeah. It was like four each time, so we did a good job of staying below that that five number. Um. I, d- I was wearing a buff in the beginning, and I will admit, when it got warm, I definitely took the buff off. Sorry, yeah. Kristen. I definitely tossed the buff, <laughs> buff at some sorry, point. Sorry, Kristen. I, was, I really needed to be, I really wanted to be breathing at some point. It was the, the, the buff did not feel good after a bit. But um, uh, the temperature, we got so lucky in the morning. The temperature was perfect. I think that was what everybody kept on coming up and saying was like, wow, yeah. you guys got lucky with the weather, and we really did. Yeah. There was a point in time. I know that it was right when Cassie was warming up to go do a few laps. She ended up doing, what, 10 laps with 10 you? laps. That yeah. was yeah. awesome. She did 10 but laps. Right yeah. when she was warming up, and just as she was getting ready to go descent her first mm-hmm. like the sun popped out and that the sun was hitting us i'm like oh that's a little on the warm side if those yeah. clouds yeah, break away this could get interesting and it, it changed back it, it kind of went back to like that overcast and, and yeah it was just a beautiful day the temperature was perfect so yeah, i honestly think that like a lot of people that will try everesting will mm-hmm. like look at the weather and study the weather and pick a day that you the weather's to gonna be perfect okay day. and yeah. honestly you guys got lucky we got that. so lucky yeah we got so. especially in this region with there were a lot of really hot days and then a lot of really rainy days yeah. you don't get a lot of days like we did yesterday it was or uh saturday so yeah we i mean it was what the average temperature through the day was probably 65 66 and it was cloudy the Maybe. entire day yeah yeah outside of a few moments like like james said when yep. the sun came out yep but um the the most helpful thing all day was from from me and tong's perspective was tong's wife annie uh was at the top of the climb handing him nutrition and bottles yep. and uh my mom was handing me bottles and nutrition the entire day that's huge which is if you're if you're going to attempt this you have to have somebody there assessing hey you need this bottle you need some nutrition yeah um matt at one point convinced me i was pretty convinced i could get through the entire thing on peanut butter pretzels and swedish fish the swedish fish <laughs> thing was kind of what worried me and I'll tell you what, Matt at one point was like, you need to eat some solid like a, food. Like a force feeding situation. And, and I kept on saying no until finally, I think it was, didn't uh, T, you and Cassie 
didn't you at some point were like, Matt, you need to tell him because he's not listening to us. You need to tell him that he needs to eat. It's lunchtime. lunchtime. It's the same breakfast burritos that I force on all the dial cycling team. It was was delicious. It was like this flattened egg breakfast burrito and I had two of them and it was it was awesome but um I know uh our plan so just to 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 talk about like me and Tonk's a little bit different approaches um Tonk was was going to start really early I know so I you know wait a little bit longer he also was really going to stick to his so I don't have a power meter on my current road bike he, he had a plan, and I'll tell you what, by the end of that day, if you want to see whose plan was a better idea, just look at our faces, because <laughs> Tonk, was, Tonk was on his plan all day, and he, you know, he, he was between 200 and 210. Yeah, uh, on the climbs. On yep. the climb. Nice every, spinning up him. Every single time up. I asked him on his, uh, after his first one, I was like, what, what kind of water are you holding? He's like, right on spot, 200. Yeah. He was like 200 on that the whole time. Every, just like every single time. time. And it, it's funny because yeah. it would beep at us. And every single time I'd get antsy, he would be like, nope, slow, slow. Yeah. And it was, I mean, he was like a metronome. <laughs> he was a metronome. That's good. About 50 <laughs> laps in. <laughs> this is where I'll let Lance tell this part. Because here's the problem is my storytelling for this is not going to be great. Because there's, so you got to understand too, uh, Tonk took a break at one point for a lap. Which yep. we had known because Tonk was four laps ahead of me. So he was like, okay, you go a lap. So I went a lap, came back up. I realized on that lap, I was like, I went fast on a lap because I was by myself. I really need a power meter because I, yeah. I know how I climb. I just... Climb by I feel. Just, I, like, I like to climb to get it done. So Tonk is very, very good at like knowing exactly where he's at. He stuck to the plan. Oh, he Actually, stuck to the plan so he good. Didn't, he didn't look ashen at the end like you did, no. Evan. <laughs> no, I looked wrecked. But, but I'll explain why I did that. But yeah, so so but L- it, Lance was riding with us when this happened. So. We're like 50 laps I think in. it was 48, if I remember it was, right. It was, it was, right, it was right around right there. For me, it was 48. And uh, I'm riding with Tonk and Evan, and all of a sudden, Evan just starts going faster and he starts going up the road ahead of us and after three or four laps he was like a full half a lap ahead of us and Tonk is like what the hell is Evan doing <laughs> like, I don't know but he is gonna blow up my <laughs> if he keeps going at this pace he is my, gonna blow up my plan in my head this this is how dumb my head was at that point we mocked you relentlessly oh I'm sure <laughs> I was probably getting mocked at the top and the bottom here was my plan is I wanted to try to be able to yeah. finish with Tonk as close as I could to his time right so that one I didn't want people to have to wait around much right and two I wanted to be able to just ride behind Tonk because this was this Everest attempt was set up you know the, the the charity behind it the idea behind it the organization behind it was all Tonk it was all Tonk yeah so I wanted to not be the guy that's like dying finishing six laps back when people are like oh yeah one's Evan finishing so that was actually in my head and two here's the main reason I knew as my really poor math in my head I wanted to go under 11 hours right and in my head I was like okay if I start pushing now I might be able to do it I think I can get under 11 hours that's pretty rational thoughts all of that I will say yeah so so like if you had a power meter, that would have helped probably. But, yeah, yeah, like, exactly. You could have gone, gone 220 or something and be like, I know if I hold 220, I'll catch him after 10, exactly. 10 more laps. Or yeah. Exactly. And so. it, it, it was not like a moment where like anybody was right. There was like two or three laps where we were quiet for a bit there. If you remember, like I think as, and Tonk had mentioned, as he got closer to 50, I think that's when it got hard for him. When yep. you when you left Tonk, were you like, this conversation sucks? No. And just like, I'm gone. No, <laughs> no, because there, there was nothing said. It was just like, yeah. qu- we were quiet for like two or three laps, which is weird because yeah. me and Tonk were talking the whole 
You guys were having fun. Time. Well, we we kept, had so much fun till that yeah. point. We yeah. kept having people help yeah. do laps. I was yep. doing laps with them. Sean Martin Scott and Mel Troutman showed up. Scott there. Troutman showed up uh, and did Doug, a few laps. Doug, I got to meet. Um, yeah, Doug um, what's Lamy. What's his last name? Lamy, yeah. Yep. Lamy, yeah, I very don't nice guy. his last name. Scott Macbeth was out there for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so yep. they all came, did laps, and when we would ride, three or four of us, we were just... Talking yeah, about fun. stuff. Or Guy Van mm-hmm. came and did some laughs. Yeah. So early in the morning, Elijah and Alex Amparo yeah. were out there. Yeah. yeah. So it was good to kind of just distract everybody and let's yeah. just keep this conversational pace. And, the first and forty laps. Fun. The first forty laps, we were literally just riding our bikes and talking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so up uh, up a, up an eleven percent climb. <laughs> but but uh, I did yeah. I did hit a point where I think for for me I just wanted to make sure with this attempt and this is just where me and Tonk are just different riders. Tonk is an immensely good cyclist like a very good cyclist and he's always been very plan based and he's got he's built this amazing training base and interval base to where that guy's plan is almost always going to work right like he knows his body and his system down to a t like if i was a coach and i was looking for guys like who would i want to bring onto my team i would bring tonk on first yeah because he's plan based he's smart and he's always consistent right mm-hmm. I would not be somebody I'd ever want to bring on the team because <laughs> I didn't ride with the power meter. I knew I wanted to ride by feel once I left. I knew at some point I was going to try and leave. Yeah. And when I left, I was like, I'm just going to go all in for 10 laps. I was like, push as hard as I can. Um, I'm pretty sure a couple of those laps, I may have been like close to 300 NP, which is probably not smart at that point. Probably. It was like 25,000 feet in. But I knew that if I didn't go then, I don't think I was going to be even close to under 11 hours. So I, ha- I knew I had to go at yeah. that point. Yeah. Yeah, I think what happened, you you finally caught up a lap. Yep. You, I think it was like six laps later, was, I think I yeah, caught up. Yeah, six laps yeah. later, you caught him. And I thought, okay, he'll just slow up and I go at this have. pace. Looking back, I should have just gone that pace. <laughs> this is where I made the mistake. <laughs> I just, I think I went up next to you. Yeah, and, then, and you go, eh, yes, and you even said, okay, Lance, <laughs> Yeah, I need you to hold this pace. Yeah. I think if we hold this pace I'm gonna be for the next 11. 10 laps, yeah. we're going to be under 11. So let's so let's, let's see what we can do. And I'm like, yeah. oh, did I just get recruited to? You did. Because <laughs> okay, okay, you looked really comfortable, and I was like, I need Lance to help me for a second. <laughs> so Lance finished out the pacing for the rest of the Everesting attempt uh-huh. with you. And I think the, yep. uh, the world-famous Climbing Martins uh, paced up uh, Tonk. Paced Tonk, yeah. So it was kind of yep. neat to watch the two groups. And it was kind of neat because you constantly had people coming up and you guys were yeah. separated. So it was fun from a spectator standpoint to see yeah. that all happening. But my God, the look on your face. Oh, I started to go. Started to really I don't change. know what, was it like lap 58, maybe 59? It was like six or seven laps to go. And I had turned around. I'm trying to just, I'm, I'm letting Evan sit on my wheel the yeah. whole yeah. time. And, I, and when I got to the bottom and started going up and I turned around, I'm like, oh, I just gapped him. And that doesn't ever happen. And so <laughs> I'm like, okay. It, do, it does after 60 laps of I need to back off a little bit. And I realized, oh. No, you, you gapping me was trouble. helping. But I, I, I will say there was one point where I think somebody had asked me, they're like, oh, it, it was like I, I, I was getting, David Goodman was such a champ. He was lying to me on the splits. He, he was telling awesome. me I was faster than I was when I started to die. He was telling me I was hitting the times that I was much earlier. So I was much like, oh, wow, I'm not dying off as much uh, as I thought I, thought I am. But well, Do you remember what wattage you were holding when he was dying? Um, oh, it couldn't have been much. Probably when we were going fast, I was holding 300. Mm-hmm. Wow. But but I'm 
30 pounds heavier than Evan. So I'm holding 300. Yeah. He was probably holding 250 or 260. Yeah, because I think I was holding 300 when I was breaking away. Once I caught you guys right. again, I know I was not holding that same pace. But at yeah. the end, yeah, I was holding 200, and he was... Yeah, so 160. Yeah, oh, I was starting to just, off. He was yeah. just trying bad. to... That's not bad. Hang on. <laughs> you, yeah, you looked rough yeah. at that point. Well, and this is where I know... Um, it's, it's funny because I do like to think, especially with endurance sports, I'm like a happy person to be around during them, even when it starts to hurt. Like I, I like to think I don't take the sport too seriously in the competitive moments, but people who have seen me race enough know, and T's probably seen this at a couple races at the end of triathlons. I know Cassie was mentioning she remembers seeing me. There's yeah. If you guys remember from last year, Galveston, when I talked yes. about it on here. Yeah. There's a moment where Cassie kind of knows that look now where it's it's mostly my my head starts to go back a little bit. Yeah. This time on the bike, I couldn't actually lift my eyes up. So my head started you to were feel just really nodding. light. You were yeah. nodding and you were go- kind of focused. Yeah, it and was. Honestly, like, obviously I've had a ton of respect for you ever since I've known you, but yeah. you earned so much more respect in my mind yeah. after seeing that and being like, this guy is tough. Like, yeah. I've never seen tough like that. That was crazy I, I appreciate that but i'll tell you what me watching still tonk go through and be pushing at that point yeah, but he's i mean the the thing is is tonks de- able to keep that positive demeanor even in those moments i heard was pretty impressive to well, me I, too i yeah. think you were in a different spot than tonk yeah so yeah. i and i think that's okay i don't think there's any problem with it yeah we all are we're all great like even when you know we do 100 mile and we have that day where we feel great or whatever it is like that's fine, but it's when the when you have those bad days, yeah, and you're hurting and you still push through, yeah. That's where you're like, oh man, this guy's got that that extra little I bit, guess. that extra something where it's like he won't turn off until he finishes this thing, yeah. this race, this whatever. I think I even at one point apologized to you and Doug Lance. I think on one climb, I think I apologized to Doug because Doug was being so nice and like trying to talk and like stay positive. I think I remember once I was like not able to lift up my head and acknowledge him, and I, and I think I whispered Doug, I was like. Doug, I'm usually a lot nicer than this. I'm so sorry. I'm quiet right now. He's like, no, man, you're fine. I was like, no, I'm really sorry. I can't talk right now. <laughs> it's probably the first time you met Doug, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Super nice guy. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if I'd met him on any other ride, we would have talked for days. But yeah, it was, um, I think I just went a little early. And uh, for anybody doing this, really understand that if you're going to go for a time and you're going to push at one point, you're going to really pay the piper at yeah. some point because right. it's, if I had gone at fifty four instead of forty eight, I probably could have could have made Held it, it. Yep. and been okay. But yep. those, if you go too early, those last five six laps of your climb are gonna really hurt. And I think how valuable this kind of stuff is for your Ironman attempts oh, yeah. in the future. Mm-hmm. Like not just whatever your yeah. solo Iron, but like yeah. going forward when you race, it's if you you know pace yourself and things like that, you're gonna have yeah. some pretty cool races. Yeah, I've said this before in long endurance events you you reach a point where you have to have something pushing you more than just the finish line yeah it it has Absolutely. to be i i it has to be i'm trying for this certain time or yeah. i don't want to let my family down yep. or i'm doing this for a charity there has to be something more than just the finish line because you'll stop because your body your head is done yeah. And you don't realize how much farther your body can go yeah. once your head is done. And that, that happens in almost anything. It o- does. Yeah. It does. Well, this Long is back efforts. to when Lance was talking about his Ironman. I know you, you talked about that tunnel vision. 
uh, that you were getting during the end of uh, your marathon when you were going yeah. for your Kona qualifier. Yeah, and in Ironman Canada. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was definitely not getting tunnel vision at any point, but there there was a point where the the head starts to feel light. You do have that kind of moment where you're like, this Ooh, is what's... you're just spinning your legs. Like yes. there's there's nothing more. You you kind of know at some point you're like you just got to, it hurts, but if you continue the activity, you'd be pretty amazed with how long your body's actually able to go. When you think you're done, you probably got another 25%. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, there's actually research that shows Mm -hmm. when you think you've actually hit your limit and you're finished, you still have 40% left. Oh yeah. Central (laughs) governor, central governor theory is an interesting theory for anybody who wants to Google that you can look at, and there's uh, books and books on this. There is our our mind wants to protect certain systems. Yeah, if you're able to, and I would not suggest turning that off frequently. But if you can train and you got to train yourself to do this, this isn't like you can't listen to YouTube video motivational videos and go out there and do this really easily. Right. If you're an endurance athlete, you can train yourself in those longer events. And I just got a taste of this. There are ultra marathon runners out there and ultra marathon like your mom out there. Right, my mother she's here, here like right here. has done longer runs than I've ever done, and yeah. she's actually completed Ironmans. I've never done an Ironman, so she she knows when you get to that point, you can shut that off. And it's yeah, that I would not suggest doing it, it frequently. It's but, dangerous, right? I mean, yeah. you know, there's definitely something that we should caution people against mm-hmm. just doing this. You can it's, do permanent damage. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. you can. Yeah. Yeah. So walk us through the descent to go into the last lap. Oh God. The last, the last, (laughs) the last. Yeah. So it's, it's weird actually on that last time up, I do remember, um, how many of these things turned off or like, did you waken back up? Did you like all of a sudden have this renewed energy? I remember on the last descent. So not after the last climbing lap, the one right before last climbing lap, Lance was with me and Lance was like bombing the descent. And I remember just having this thought, like, this descent's real. It's a fun descent. Yep. I was enjoying that. I was singing to myself at one point. I'm like, laps 30 <laughs> to 40. Like, I was singing on each descent, which I was probably annoying the heck out of Tonk by that point, if you could hear me. But, like, we we got to, uh, like, the midpoint of that descent. I just I was like, I'm going to super tuck down the set because it's so much fun. Thinking back, it's probably not a great idea. But, like, <laughs> the, it, it's, it became fun again on that last descent. Mm-hmm. Like, it became really, really fun. Lance, yeah. you super tucked, right? Yeah. And how's that front wheel? <laughs> no comment. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. We're, we're not even going to talk about Come this. Come on, yeah. Lance. I, was, I, I learned I, that I actually, afterwards. I didn't I even know that. The people that like you <laughs> want you to be around and not yeah. descend like a crazy person <laughs> on a broken front wheel. I uh, I hit 60 miles an hour. Oh. <laughs> Did you touch 60? Yeah, I, I touched 54 on a, on a, on a, on a point, broken front wheel. My highest. And my, yeah. my front wheel has a little crack in it. So... Just the new one's on the way. It's probably sitting in but Jake's wasn't garage there at right that now. Time. <laughs> Can you ease up on descending until it's the, until UPS does its job and gets right. the wheels? Okay, I can, thank you. I feel like I maybe flat rides would be nice. For I'll, I'll keep it under fifty-five. <laughs> oh. You're like, what should you not do on a broken wheel? I don't know. Descend, descend, descend 60 at sixty miles, miles an hour. Multiple How times. did that hip feel when you went down? Going, what were you going like forty or something? I was going forty-two yeah, when I crashed, too. and uh, yeah, imagine hurt eighteen miles an hour more. I couldn't walk for a month. So maybe let's keep it under forty. Maybe I should keep it under forty. So you yeah. make the turn okay. at the bottom after the super yeah. tuck and Lance almost destroying his front <laughs> wheel. <laughs> you turn around, you start coming up. What's going through your head at that point in time? Like, this is the last time I have to go up this. Yeah, that was, 
uh, that how much w- pain so, were you in and were you ever to override that were that that was actually i i, I remember that last one real because all of a sudden i realized how sore certain muscles were yeah but mentally the fog kind of went away at that point it, it was almost like you kind of yeah. hit that second bit of coffee there sure. and it's like yeah the four red bulls i took over the last four hours were like really helped out but also having lance there was really nice because even though i'm sure i wasn't talking loudly i think i was talking more that last lap Evan and I really got to kind of share a moment, that was actually, yeah. because uh, here we are, we're at the end, and uh, I, instead of pacing Evan, I was riding next to him, and I'm like, dude, this is fantastic, I'm so proud of you, this is really mm-hmm. cool, and uh, and Evan, he kind of got emotional, and yeah. he's not an emotional guy, usually. No, I did. And I he's did. like, this is a really cool thing, and it was very... It was a neat thing for I'm getting chills thinking about yeah. it because it was it was a moment that Evan and I were able to to share and uh, on yeah. a huge accomplishment. Yeah. So I, I was just cool. I was I was really happy just to mm. be there and be a part of it. I, so. I my my eyes kind of watered for a second during that moment. It was <laughs> and I, I you know I'm I'm not like I don't want to be the guy who's like oh I never you know I'm not emotional but it's you it takes a lot for me to to get to that moment and that was. I, I think it's just, I think about my move out here and, you know, we, we, this is a cool conversation to have with my mom here too, because we were just talking about this early today is when you dropped me off here in the Pacific Northwest three, over three years ago now. Three. Yeah. Yeah. A little, like barely over three years ago now. It was like, I didn't know us. I had one friend from undergrad who lived in Portland and that's yeah. the only person in the Pacific Northwest I knew really West of Colorado. I didn't know a single person West of Colorado. So, I mean, when I came out here, I knew nobody, absolutely nobody. And finding this community, this dialed community, was there was this kind of moment on that last lap where I really thought about that. And it was like, I mean, we got in the middle of a rough year for everybody. If there was anything that could come of this, I was hoping it was just people could have fun for one day, just yeah. on bikes and have fun. And the the things you get to share with your site like if anybody's listening to this or like i wonder if i should get into cycling you're gonna have moments in cycling that are really hard to have off the bike and i'll tell you what <laughs> almost thirty thousand feet of climbing and getting to share a ride up a climb with somebody who you look up to and have been friends with now for since he stumbled onto this podcast however long ago a couple years ago a <laughs> couple years ago and then have you know, somebody you're right who you ran into on Heritage Trail not too long ago and shares your love of triathlon with and a guy who I brought my bike to in his garage a couple years ago. <laughs> like that's like that's a moment you don't like you, you, you that that whole last climb was me just thinking through that. Yeah. So, yeah, at 180 watts, that felt like five thousand <laughs> watts. <Right. but> <laughs> so you come around that last turn, you see everybody up there, you hear a roar. There was a roar. There was yeah. a roar. And yeah. there was, it was so people neat. cheering and clapping and yelling and. Yeah. From a spectator standpoint, it was fun. Yeah. How did that feel for you? That was that was the cool that was the first time I actually really heard the cheers because those last like eight laps, I don't think I was the only thing I was hearing was I think T asking me like water was the only thing that I was hearing at that point. That was the first time I heard everybody. And actually got to see some of the people that was that that were there. Uh huh. Because I wasn't really picking up my eyes before. So I saw, you know, my mom there, which was huge. I saw Cassie and then Jake at the end with the care. That was when I clipped out. Was yeah. when I saw Jake. That was the first time I kind of picked up and saw you, and that was that was cool. That was a really that was 
the 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 little COVID fist bump there was was huge at the end. That that meant a lot actually. You were impressive, was, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was a that was so much fun. That last little five seconds of that was incredible. Cowbells yeah. and cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Who had the cowbell? Cool crowd. It was a cool crowd. Uh, there was I don't several know cowbells, cowbell. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but yeah. That was the cowbells were awesome. There, there were some coworkers of Jesse's who came over yeah. and yeah. and brought cowbells and were wearing wigs and things. They, and that's who they were. Okay, fun group. tour yeah. vibe sure. there. Yeah. yeah, they had a really cool group there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was it was an awesome, awesome day. So Evan really gets was. to the top. He crosses the finish line. He's climbed the height of Mount Everest, and then some. Mm-hmm. Stops his watch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank God Jake was there You're to not go. Supposed to. Yeah, he was like, un- he was like, start the watch. You got to descend. <laughs> you got to go back down to the bottom, buddy, and start your watch. And, and it was funny because Sean Martin sent me a text letter. He's oh. like, man, I'm so happy you said that to him because yeah. like it could have like nullified your. It would have nullified the attempt. Yeah. yeah, but he had it all on video too, so it was uh-huh. kind of fun. So. Well, and then also a big shout out to Brian Floyd who. Yeah. Drove down to the bottom and picked me up instead of making me climb back up. Climb back climb up again. That was so. so nice of him. It was nice of him to come out. He rode yes. a couple laps with you guys he early. Did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. I finally got to meet him in person too. Yeah. He, he also got to see how hard. So <laughs> Cassie's gonna crack up about this. The getting off the bike was actually really hard. Like all, it was getting the leg that high. Yeah. Like was not because. So I actually did not get off the bike. So I took four P breaks which me and Tonk were joking the entire time. Our goal was to have them all under 15 seconds. So we all of our pee breaks were really, really short. Tonk was like on that. I think I was over on one. But um, I did not take a break. the whole. So we didn't get off the bike at any point. I think Tonk took one lap when I was going. That was it. So Tonk took huh. a 10-minute break. break. That was it. Yeah, yeah, Tonk's only break was 10 minutes, and I decided not Impressive. to. So. How much respect do you have for Lachlan Morton now? <laughs> so much. When we <laughs> hit ridiculous. seven and a half hours, I remember thinking in my head, I was like, that's how that's incredible. Yeah. That's how in the world. Pretty think nuts. If you're ever going to do an Everest, look at the clock at 730 and realize how far away you are from the top and say, like, that's what a world tour climber yeah. is. Pretty yeah. Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's a, uh, what, what was it like was a the, of a day. like if you had to pinpoint one thing that was like the worst, what was it? Oh, um, you mentioned you had a pretty bad headache at the end. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was a headache. I'll, I'll be honest. It was because you had like a thousand milligrams of caffeine. I know. Seriously, I had a lot of caffeine <laughs> yeah. in me. A lot of caffeine. Do it. The, the, the worst part was so that evening how stiff the back was was pretty bad. Uh-huh. Uh, my legs felt fine, but the, the, the back was pretty stiff. Um, I actually think the, the, the worst part for me was actually there was a real moment I had of real disappointment, and that was when. I remember when I left Tonk the uh, uh, the second time when we caught you guys again, you were going with me, Lance. I really wanted to catch him again, so that yeah. I would only be a lap behind him, so One that lap. yeah, so that it it was cooler for him because I wanted to be in that that group with him, so I could have him go first when when he finished. Yeah, because it was like like I told you, the one who organized this was Tonk. Like this was Tonk's thing, and it was awesome. And it's, I mean, for anybody who doesn't know, it, this was Tonk's last day in Vancouver, which is sad. Cause that's well, Vancouver, Portland. He he, he lives in Portland. Yeah. Uh, Cause he's going on to me- he's going on to bigger, better things. He's going on to medical school. He's going to be 
your doctor one day. He's going to, yeah. he's going to, what a way to go out. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, it, it's like good. I mean, he has this like cycling, like storybook finish in this region. He's still, he basically set the bar for KOMs in this region to where you got to be like, yeah, <laughs> you have to be training to take Tonks KOMs. Yes. It's not like you go on a ride and take a Tonk KOM. You Why do you think we got all those it. e-bikes, man? Yeah. This <laughs> yeah. is the only way we're going to get them. Right. I mean, me e-bikes. and Guyvan are talking about this now. We're like, for me now, hunting Tonks KOMs is like purely out of respect. I'm like, Guyvan, we got to be in crazy shape to get these KOMs. Like, we got to be so fast, but you know, I, I felt really disappointed in myself that I was cracking to where I couldn't catch back on to him, where I, I was not able to, to get back. Yeah, to get, and that was get why that I wanted lap. you to keep that pace lines. Cause I was like, I think if we keep this pace, we'll get him at another six, but it just didn't work. I, so. We kept it for like three more and then it was like, nope, lights we, out, wheels yeah. are off. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so that feeling of disappointment, actually, I, I remember that lap. I remember feeling really down on myself that lap. So that would, I would say it was the, cause it was happy all day. Like sure. the first 45 laps it was a blast it was fun i was having fun the entire time yeah and then there was like lap probably 59 was was the not fun moment <laughs> yeah keep spinning evan just keep <laughs> spinning <laughs> i'm not doing good <laughs> just keep spinning evan <laughs> stay on my wheel i can't <laughs> would you make any changes to your your equipment choices for the day Ooh, equipment choices God, that would be the one. Th- um, I would have taken off one of my bottle cages. That's yeah, honestly yeah. the only one I can think of. Okay, totally. Yeah, you need it because I had two bottle cages. I don't know why, because T was there handing me bottles the whole time, so I yeah. only needed one bottle. So, yeah. did it ever occur to you guys, or did you guys ever think about having redundancy with respect to your computers, like having a spare Garmin running in your back pocket? Yeah, so that would have been smart. Uh, my bike computer died on me because it is old and a bad bike computer, like I said. So well, I was running off my watch. Those older ones only last like five hours. Exactly. Well, that, so you exactly. did have some redundancy. You had your watch I had and my you had watch. your computer. I had my watch, I think that's yeah. pretty good. Which saved me because I can't imagine if I would have just had the computer and then yeah. it had died on me. That would have yeah. been rough. Um, I think Tonk was just running his computer, though. Yeah. I think he was. Okay, yeah. I know somebody asked me, like, where are you running your phone? I was like, oh, the phone battery would have been Smoked, yeah. toast yeah, by the end of that work. day. Yeah. There's no way you can't run Strava for that long on your phone. It's interesting, like, because I do all these product reviews, right? And it's like, when do you need this product? It's like, you can get by on all, pretty much all these different bike computers. They're all fine. They all work. But then there's situations where you're like, I'm going to try an Everest. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a full Ironman. I want to yeah. collect all this data. It's like, okay, well, that eliminates 90% of your options. Right. Yep. And these are the things that you need to choose from. Yeah. And so your watch or your bike computer should have been able to do it had it been... Yeah you know yeah. a little bit newer the watch was on it i mean the, yeah, the, watch, the watch was awesome yeah. and this is where i can kind of talk about too um for anybody looking at my strava we so my elevation game was off and so was tonks actually um we had run so tonk had uh verified the climb and the yes. amount of laps yeah the 66 number we did is actually over the everest right it's you, actually by crossover at 90 or 65 and a half yeah yeah I, actually i think it's closer to 65 I think okay. I think I think Tonk was actually short on it a little bit because I ran the math on what the Strava segment says the feet of climb is, gotcha. uh, or and then go from there. But yeah, so we went over it. But there are about eight laps on my uh, uh, ride that have a descent and no climb. So yeah, it just shows flat. Exactly. So this yeah. is why me and Tonk's distance is a little bit off. Um, I think he had a couple that had a similar thing too, which is why his is off. So. Like like me and Lance were talking, there was just a time period. I know Lance had a similar thing with his ride. They dropped three climbs off yours. It was like six 
It's the barometric Cassie's pressure. The barometric right? pressure right. Cassie's, Cassie's had three ascents that yeah. that were chopped. So yeah. uh, you know, it's just. Does the tree canopy cover have anything to do with that? Maybe not that's picking a good up question. some satellite yeah. connectivity there. So you, well, you lose it's a very satel- covered climb. You yeah. lose satellite, but I think the barometric pressure is really where your numbers are going to get way off on elevation. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So yeah. anytime you do an event that's you know really over like three or four hours, your barometric pressure is going to change enough. Well, it depends on weather. Right. right. And mm-hmm. so pretty um, cloudy day. I'm well, sure yeah, we're cloudy. And then we talked about having the sun come through a couple of times. Mm. Yeah. That's why if you're doing an Everest attempt, you have to like verify the segment beforehand. Yep. Yes. If you hadn't done that and you were just trying to go off your computer. Yeah. You oh, yeah. Off. It would have yeah. said that me and Tonk did not do an Everest. Right. Well, you if, if Tonk had verified it. If Tonk hadn't verified it. Had verified, what did yeah. it show? Probably like 26 20, or 27 or something? Uh, 28, 28 low. So you would have been I like, I got to do another lap. Would have been three, like two more two more laps. Yeah, oh. <laughs> two more laps of it. <laughs> so Brutal. like with me, I, I, I did 25 laps with them and yeah. it ended up being like 10,500 feet yeah. of climbing. But Then you autocorrect. But my, no, it, it showed, it showed 7, only 7,000 feet. Before I autocorrected so it. so much difference. It's 3,000 feet a lot. that it needed it to be corrected. This is the only nice thing about me and Tong doing this. If anybody, you know, I'm, I don't think anybody's going to sit here and question us because it's not like, you know, we're not even ballpark Lachlan's record or even being in the in the conversation right. for best ever. Yeah. But, like, uh, there, there were a lot of witnesses there. I think one is sitting right here who was literally there every <laughs> yes. single yeah. lap. To, uh, my, my, my mom was there every single lap, and so was uh, Annie came in at, like, lap, what was she, like, 9 or 10, I think. Yeah. Right there. So yeah, I mean, there people was, were there the whole time. There's oh, yeah. no, there's no spot for you to we, cheat. We were not the ones flipping the scoreboard. So yeah. Yeah. That's Which true. was actually like, uh, you ever played like uh, intramurals basketball? It was like one of those little scoreboards there. So I kept on asking what quarter it was the whole yeah. time. No, <laughs> was, nobody thought that okay. was funny. So, I thought that was. <laughs> so Tonk was like looking at the colors when he first set it down, and he uh, was like red and blue. He's like, I think I'll be blue. And then he was like, Wait a minute. I gotta be home team. Yeah, because it says like home in a way. <laughs> I know. So he like changed his mind and was like, I'll I know. Be red. I noticed when I got there that uh, the first one flipped over yeah. was on home team. I was like, oh, I gotta be away team today. I was like, it makes sense. <laughs> this is. I was like, talk, talk, put all the work in to set this up and already cleaned the street ones. I was like, he gets home team. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Um, were you witness to Guy Van's attempt? That was. The, there's a couple things that happened throughout the day that I want to talk about that have nothing to do with me and Tonk. So, well, real quick before we yeah. get into this and hold that thought for a second. When we first got started, Nels Martin had the KOM on that yes, segment. He did. So that segment is, is it a mile long? It is Almost. 0.8 and a half, like 0.85. 1.4 kilometers. Okay, yep. so and then it's 490 feet of elevation gain? I, I actually yeah. think it's less than that. It's 480. 480? Yeah, thank Okay, you. and then the average gradient is 10 or 11%? 9.9%. Yeah, so we'll 10%. It's, it's a beast of a climb. I mean, yeah. you have to be a climber in order to put in a solid oh, yeah. effort. Which Nels, Nels is. Nels is, and Nels is one of our juniors, mm-hmm. 16 years old. Very fast. How much would you say he weighs? Buck Not 30, a lot. Buck 35? When he's, of when he's shredded, soaking wet, he weighs 85 pounds. Of yeah. shredded 16-year-old <laughs> muscle. Yeah. And, and, he's, he's like, he's, and he can put out more watts than all of us yeah. combined. And brains. He's way smarter than any of us, yeah. too. He's yeah. a very smart kid. Yeah. Yeah. So I All think the weight is in his brain. I think so, yeah. His frontal lobe is most of his weight. There you go. Um, 360-ish watts, if I'm not mistaken. 370, I think. Was it oh. I want to give him those 10 because I'm pretty sure it was 370. Somewhere in yeah. there. Crazy. 508 was his time up that. That's smoking fast. That's so fast. That's seriously fast. Yep. So fast forward to that morning. Um, mm-hmm. John Hatfield wants to take a stab at it. Yes. Yep. And he, Poor Nels. Yeah. Can, can, can we shout out to Poor Nels? Like, of all the places for us to do this Everest, this is his home climb, by it's the way. In the backyard, yep. He loves this climb. Yeah. Like, Nels loves this climb. Yeah. So he... Um, uh, Hatfield comes out and takes a big stab at it. And mm-hmm. according to his Garmin, he had it by a second. 
Fast forward to later on when he uploads it, he no. was at 520. So I don't oh. know how it was off that much or what happened, but something was askew there. I'm not sure if there was an yeah. error or something like that. But um, regardless, he didn't he didn't get that. Did he maybe stop pedaling a little early? He may have like stopped maybe I, I a little know. early. Maybe. Who knows? Well, well yeah. when you finish and it's on a live segment, it will come up and say segment complete and it oh, showed him a gotcha. crown and it said that he got it by a second. Didn't get it. Come on, Strava. Uh, no, I've had well, that happen that before with Garmin yeah. and Strava. I've had it happen too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So... The guys are out there, and some random guy, Kent, uh, Kent, who is Kent the, Ross, Kent, Kent Ross, shows up and who's like, a Portland pro and yeah, very he, fast. He comes out, he's like, "Hey, what's going on here today? Is there an Everesting attempt?" Yeah. And like, "Yeah." So he did a lap with you guys. He, he rode a couple with us. Yeah, but he, awesome. He, I didn't see this part. Very yeah. fast, very fast guy. He yeah. takes a stab at it in the middle of a 110 mile ride. Yep, throws down a 446. What? Yep. Uh, 448. I think. He was Holy the one smoke. that. Was he 440? I think. I think. He, no, Mike was, he's 446. My 446. Bad, my bad. Yeah. And he gets the KOM, and I see that later on in the day. I'm like, oh, that's terrible. Because I think like, in nobody's myself. Nobody's ever touching that. Hatfield said, tell me you got to buy a second. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's not in the family okay. anymore. So, Kent, he had the KOM before Nell stole it. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, so okay. when he, oh there's when, some history here. Yeah, when he got the, the uh oh, he decided, okay, I'm going to go back over and do it. And he decided to do it. do on this day. He just happened to do it on this day. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So he rode over with the intention, I'm going to try to get this KOM back and then I'll finish my 110 mile yeah. ride yeah. or whatever. Because I'm a professional and that's what professionals do is steal a KOM and then ride <laughs> 80 miles on top yeah. of it. <laughs> Took Nell's lunch money there. But. Really nice guy, by the way. That's, so, yeah. Kent, that's Kent fast, was super though. nice. Like, super I told fast. him, I was like, you need to come. Come and visit us again in Vancouver and ride with us because he was a super cool guy. Yeah. Did yeah. he? Um, did anyone like ride? I mean, so there were e-bikes out there. Did anyone like ride with him or was he just by oh, yeah. himself? He did a few laps with you no, guys. No, he was by himself, but I rode like two or three laps with him. Not oh no, every, me, not when he went fast though. This is no. thing. when me and Tonk were going. He did that by himself early when, in the morning. When me and Tonk oh. were riding down, he was he was doing his attempt up, okay. and I remember. We, we were talking about, we're like, who was that? And, and Tonk was like, maybe it's, the, the, the person was going so fast. Right. We thought like, maybe that was Robert. Yeah. yeah. We're like, maybe they're out here going for the KOM. We're like, poor Nels. Robert's going to crush that KOM. <laughs> yeah. Later is when we found it was not Robert. Just because you're going down so fast, you see somebody out of the saddle who looks fast. Yeah. You're like, who's that fast? Probably Robert. Well, so. you, yeah. We all know like the look of someone fast oh, yeah. climbing, yeah. right? And that's, he, uh, he held 470. Yeah, that's wow. wicked fast oh and strong. Gosh. So I'm thinking to myself, poor Hatful doesn't get it. And then yeah. um, I, then uh, Guy came out, showed yep. up in his brand new Beef Mountains kit. Yes, <laughs> which is an awesome kit. It is. <laughs> his it Beef is. Mountains is his nickname, and he had a custom skin suit made with Beef Mountains on on mm-hmm. the leg the thigh, and beef the mountains on the back yeah, and awesome. yeah it was, it was pretty awesome. now i don't think he knew at the time that this kent guy because when he did that i'm not sure attempt, he did know that so <laughs> i don't, even, I don't lance, even know lance may know this story lance may know this <laughs> so kent told us he took an effort at it earlier uh-huh and um guy van did a lap with us before he went Yep. Made, made an attempt at sure. it. He, he, he rode and talked with us for a yeah. minute. Yeah. And, and, we, and we realized that Kent had made an effort earlier in the day that hadn't been, hadn't been uploaded yet. And so we're like, okay. We don't know. Guy Van, you got to go all out. You got to really Rip. lay it yeah. out. <laughs> you got to really go. I am anybody who rides a bicycle in this region should be terrified yeah. of Mike Guy Van in a five-minute effort. Yeah. That yeah. guy's engine for five minutes is pretty terrifying. So, 
So Guyvin rips off a 4.44. Yeah. He beats takes him by, by two, two seconds. seconds. You're kidding yep. me. I, did, I knew he broke five. I just didn't know what the final time was. If you watch Lance's wow. video of that too, like that's later in the climb, right? Lance, that's towards it's, the end. It's right near the end. He was saying he finished at like that that last section. He was over 600 watts after yeah. that last section. What did he average again? He averaged 4.57. Yep. He is, a, I think, a little bit lighter than Kent. Kent's a strong rider. I think he's yeah. about... 160, I yeah, think that that's 165, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, Jake, you and I were right there filming when he went by with that. Oh pick, yeah, and we were just like, that looks like a real effort. Yeah, that's <laughs> he's hurting. <laughs> well, so I was riding next to him. Yeah, I, I'm on the e-bike yeah. and I'm videoing with my my cell phone and I'm yelling, I'm coaching things at him because he wasn't resp- when he quit responding to me. I realized, oh, he's really, really going. Oh, he's so, not just okay. kind of going for it. Yeah. He's <laughs> so then I started barking at him at the end to. Really, really good. Did you play the Russian national anthem for him? No. No, that was earlier. <laughs> that was after. Was that after? Yeah. <laughs> so he, Mike Guyman is Russian. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, no, after he did his attempt and he thought he was he wasn't sure if he got it or not, but uh-huh. he thought he was riding some laps with with Tonk and Evan. Yeah. And for um just for fun, he pulled up the Russian national yeah. anthem and was playing it for Tonkin Evan. <laughs> I, I actually asked him, Joe, I was like, it's it's almost, I kept on asking Tonk, I was like, is it music time yet? Because I knew when Tonk was going to start hurting, he wanted to put in music. That's put why he brought his, his iPod yeah. with him. So and, Mike um, pulled out his phone and so pulled up the, and played the Russian, Russian national, national anthem. anthem. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I just happened to catch that on video too. So. Uh-huh. Yep. Awesome. Um, anything else you want to tell us about that day? So there was also another effort that, that I'm, pretty ecstatic about earlier in the day from so uh elijah enstrom and alex ampar rode early yeah. in the day with us yeah very early in the day because they both had to go to work i believe after yeah so um i i help in coaching both of them and um they're both triathletes uh both becoming pretty strong cyclists as i continue to try and convince them to road race more and more which i don't think will be hard convincing because they're both enjoying cycling right now good and um they were going to ride together in the morning and uh elijah is really like Strava a lot so he <laughs> he knew that he wanted to put in a really good effort his goal was to get in the top 10 on the forest home segment and I believe he got seventh and he knocked oh, wow. out a 530 good for wow. him fifth fifth tied for fifth which is a That's strong huge. effort from a lot I mean it's he's fifth after all of this weekend of yes just, yep you know. Watcher, yeah. yep you know what's funny about that segment Mm-hmm. the best time that I have on there, it says like six and a half minutes or something like that. There's two different segments for Forest Home on there. My best effort registers yeah. on the other Forest Home, which doesn't come up anymore. Uh, really? Yeah. I don't know. There. It's like the, the GPS is weird or something like that. I've but wondered that, yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think my best effort was like a 520 or something like that. That was yeah. like right when I first wow. moved here, and I think it was the first time I went up that hill. I'm like, good God, when is this thing going to end? And, was just and then probably Nels, Nels, de- Nels and Sean deleted that one then made a new Forest Home set. Maybe. <laughs> I my, but but my, my effort doesn't show up on that at all. My my best effort. It doesn't. No. Yeah. My best effort is the same as Jenny Hamness's best effort. So go figure. <laughs> there you go. She's a climber though. Jenny's already got 10k on you, so she's gonna kill you. Yeah. She wears a buck nothing. She can climb. So. Yep. yep. Any uh any parting shots? Any uh last bits of wisdom here? If any? if you're gonna this is. If you're if you're gonna do this this attempt, I would say a couple things. Is this is a little bit different than I think a, a just an ultra distance event. You really got it, and this is it, it's funny because Mike and uh, Tonk were always messaging me for some coaching help with this, and we used to joke we're like nobody knows how to coach for this. We're like Phil Guyman doesn't even know how to coach for this. He's even said <laughs> in his videos he's yep. like how how do you even train for this? Right. I I think that the, the key is 
you've got to be able to build a lot of interval tolerance into your longer rides. So it's not just going out and riding five or six hours. Like if anybody looks at me or Tonk Strava over the last, you know, three months leading up to this when we were training for yeah. it, it was a lot of long, hard rides. We really did not do, I don't think any of my long rides were just like zone two. Like we would do, if we were doing indoor, we would do like repeats on Alp de Zwift yeah. over and over, which means you're going in and out of your zone four. I mean, you're, you know, you, you got to be able to tolerate five, six, seven hours into a ride hitting an interval that's going to be uncomfortable. Like this is not like maybe training for STP or something like that where you're like able to kind of chill for an hour. Depending on what climb you choose, it's going to be a lot of intervals. Yeah. And now you got to be able to control those intervals, but it's going to be intervals no matter how you slice it. Yeah. yeah. What are you thinking the training effect is going to be for you? How um, How is this going to play out over the next say, month? I hope that... I mean, I'm this entire summer's goal was just to get really strong on the bike. So yeah. I really hope I can go and start hunting some longer climb KOMs and start getting higher up on some of those lists, especially Good. out in Oregon, some of the bigger climbs like Oregon Large. Is there anything that you have your eyes set on? Washington, Washington Large first. Oh, wow. Washington Large first, yeah. That's that's the, the KOM. Tonk left some time on the table there because he dropped his chain too. Yeah. But that's the one I respect the most still because that's just kind of like was me, Guy Van, and Tonk's little battle there. Yeah. And that's that's the one that I know that he's, he's you know, Tonk's out of here. But that's the one I respect the most and want to go after. Livingston, I respect the heck out of him too because I was there that day when he got it. But the the Larch is a longer climb, and I think more people probably know of like that climb. Four and a half miles or something like that. Yeah. Can yeah. I take a stab at the Washougal Triple Crown? I, I would love to. I'm, I'm just not a great descent. I think I'm going to lose time on those descents, but I'll go, I'd love to go for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. be, be, be careful on the descending after. guys. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's the thing Lance. is I know I'm not a wonderful what? descender. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, the, I got a lot of practice on Saturday though. <laughs> <laughs> the descent to finish that triple crown—that's where I got hit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta be careful, maybe, kids. Maybe may hold on that one for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would have passed on any of those efforts. Yeah. Not that I could even come close to you guys now, but too old and too broken. That was a spectacular days. day. I'm again, mm -hmm. my hat goes off to you. Uh, that was fun being out there. I, it was kind of a challenge for me because I wanted to stay out there the whole day, but my wife had to go out of town uh, for a family member's yep. funeral. Yep. Um, so I was there three different times during the course of the day. And to I me, think, it felt like you were there yeah. the whole day. Trust me. To, to me, you may have been gone, but to me, I was like, yeah. oh, did I see Jake last lap? I'm not sure. He was there, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, saw Matt when I was driving, driving my yeah. wife to the airport. Yeah. He's like, where are you going? <laughs> You're going the wrong way. But yeah, it was fun. I, I did go out there on the e-bike and um, I wasn't, I'm not supposed to be riding a bike, but that e-bike allowed me to do that. It's basically a motorcycle. Yeah. It kind of is. I mean, because I really can't, fun. you know, just roll downhill, that's not a problem. Then come mm -hmm. back up. I, I didn't have to put any weight on my arm. So I was able to ride with you guys for I think I did like four laps with you yeah that was yeah. pretty cool uh, I love seeing the e-bikes like they were just funny to watch yeah well they it was really fun were. too because there was a lot of people that probably would not have had the ability to ride with you and I made them get on the e-bike and say yeah go do a lap go ride with them go yeah. do that's, one and just that's have yeah. a nice thing Tonk's just... dad dropped us my mom oh, really? dropped us yeah <laughs> so Cassie cool. dropped us I even yeah. got Chris Handel to go out there he was like yeah. he told me no probably like 57 times yep. I'm not getting on one of those that's crack cocaine it's a gateway yeah. drug I'm not gonna do it he had a lot of fun. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. He had a big, big grin on his face. It was so. nice because I, I wouldn't have been able to ride with you guys even for, I mean, maybe for one. I think you could have, trust me. We were but, we, we were going slower than people realize. If you yeah. were to put in like a couple hard climbs, you would have been with or dropping us. Yeah. 
It was nice mm-hmm. to have the e-bike though. Yeah. Cause then you, then, you know, we're conversational Yeah. and you know, for other people that are like at, you know, listening to the podcast and they're yelling at us like, Oh, you're pacing him. That's against the rules. It's not against the rules. No. no. So in fact, in the Tell rules, what, there's not a lot it. of drafting available yeah. on that yeah. climb. But, <laughs> but in the rule book you've got, you know, they, they make a joke of it. Like it's like Sherpaing, like you would do yeah. on Mount Everest. Right. right. And so, mm-hmm. I think that there's more that we could have done because you never really like drafted off of anyone, but no. you could. I you think could, yeah, you could well, do some stuff on the descending, and you could do yeah. stuff on the climbing, and someone could really like. I was actually, water I was actually trying to time. like stay away from people on the descent. Yeah. To be honest, just because you know, I mean, there Sketchy. there were times where you're next to people, but it's a fast descent, so you don't want to yeah. be like yeah. right next to somebody. And there's also we had a sharp turnaround. Yeah. At the bottom, so for some reason, in my head, I always had this thought. Me and Tonk got really good at the sharp turnaround there at the bottom, but I was always afraid somebody was gonna like not have cleaned their brakes right that oh, day and i was yeah. going to be taking our because me and Tog had this nice little yeah. you know yeah. same loop we were taking each time i actually saw the same rock yep there was this one rock i remember the rock very well <laughs> i left the rock when i left because i did not want to touch the rock but i went around the rock perfectly and i was so afraid someone was going to be like buzzing down and not realize that that's the turn that we sure. took so we tried to maintain some space there yeah. you guys yeah. did have some cool markers um you had people yeah. that made signs for you yep. there was yep. signs that were staked in the ground there was wood blocks with the encouragement on there there was uh-huh. sidewalk chalk yeah. on sidewalk the thing chalk, yeah. so there was a uh-huh. big pile of puke in a pl- spot yes there was <laughs> oh that's the other funny story <laughs> uh, we were all like which one of them puke P- so people thought and i'm sure yeah. everybody thought it was me because that yeah, was it looked like swedish fish there yeah <laughs> we have no so me, me and tonk had four mysteries throughout the day there was who did the wood stake signs who did the wood block signs who did the chalk and who puked yep yeah. we and we figured out three of the four three, three of the four yeah well actually, oh no, no two, two of, of the four, four two of the four the, the signs that were staked in we the ground know. they're thinking someone was speculating that might have been some neighbors yeah we because Tom passed out some letters yeah, yeah. and they were some uh, uh, everybody who lives around there i'm not sure if they listen to this or not but you guys were so nice it was so cool like it was yeah. good. there were some neighbors who came out they're like hey what are you guys doing and you're like oh that's cool yeah. have fun <laughs> there were a lot of people who stopped in the car like what's going on what's, what's the what's what's the deal here what are you guys doing yeah and there was even one lady she's like oh should i not drive down the road and i'm like half thinking my head yeah go somewhere else but yeah 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 it was fun mm-hmm. and then uh did you, you had a donut too didn't you i did i did yeah. <laughs> oh jake, jake was a hero with the donuts at the you know it was funny because i know that that it, it was where what i wanted that twist one that you had yeah was exactly what, like the custard one would have been a little bit much i was like oh yeah. god the custard's gonna be a lot in the Gut stomach bomb, yeah but that that twist donut was just absolutely perfect Good. i figured the human garbage can would appreciate that you can see in the back <laughs> of matt's uh of matt's youtube video actually uh, jake oh, is yeah. grabbing is grabbing the box of donuts off the car the, there yeah. right as i'm <laughs> make sure you got one cool yeah. all right anything else you guys i think there's stuff you could do to go faster i agree oh I completely yeah. agree. You know, it's funny. Why you know, would when you, you do it again, I don't. Think, I don't. I'm not saying. <laughs> well, do you know? Would. Do you know when you asked me in the interview, like, when would you give this again? Yeah, Ten years. I, I would do this again next year. Yeah, that's crazy. I would actually even train for this fall when it's cooler oh. and do it again. <laughs> yeah. I genuinely believe I can go close to ten hours. I think my absolute max. I think I can be right close to that low oh, tens, I, high nines. Area. I think that there's stuff that like. Even, you know, I, I don't think Lachlan Morton, it's obviously super fast, but like, I think there's stuff that even he's not doing that someone's going to do time where, off. Yeah. oh yeah, because think about it, there's no rules. Yep. There's no UCI bike compliance stuff. There's yep. so many rules that you could just... Your bike could be 12 pounds going up and down that. Well, yeah, you, could switch, you could switch bikes yeah. yes. at the top and descend on one bike and ascend on That's a different a one. Point. You could do right like, full nose cone arrow. There's no rules. They should change some rules. Yeah. But there, I mean, yeah. a lot of aerodynamics are going to come into play on the downhill. Yep. 
and you could do and, longer segments and, and, and you could have different routes. And I think if you do the same climb again, I'm sure me and Tonk would both agree, you you know exactly how you're going to feel at certain yeah. points. So obviously I would go back to that and be like, be better. Yeah. I've got to slowly descend the pace and I know that I can't go as early as I want. So yeah, there's, there's definitely time to be had. I think that potentially i think that's actually i think you guys did a really nice route and i think knowing the route makes a lot of sense i, I think there the are climb. other I think that climb was perfect i think there are other routes that would be better you think so well yeah. this is like figment of my imagination right where it's yeah. like something where there's a cul-de-sac at the end where you can have yeah, a bigger turn because you want to minimize the amount of zero right so any yep. of those sharp turns at yep. the top and the bottom you know mm -hmm. those are zeroing out your your pace basically that's You're true going zero miles an if hour if you could carry second. some space like some yep. pace around a turn yep. yeah yeah so I think there's definitely things like that that could help. I was even thinking like, what if you lubed your bike chain in the middle of it? Like yep. when Tonk took yep. his one break, he should, like yeah. someone could, he someone could, could come in there. there yeah. You guys didn't have spare wheels. You guys didn't have, did Nothing. you? I mean, you guys, um, no. you're lucky that you didn't have I, any I flats. I think in the car. Because I mean, you know, I was running tubeless with maybe. Jake's wheels. So I know that I, I brought tubes in case something, something went bad and we had to just throw yeah. a tube in. But yeah. if, but I mean like in a tour situation, you'd have a, a wheel swap or an extra bike. Yeah. Well, yep. and I guess there was enough people there that someone with bikes that someone would have just given you their wheel. Probably, that was the good thing about yeah. it is because it, you basically did a lap every 10 minutes. You got encouragement and love yeah. and support every 10 minutes. It the other thing timing. that's yeah. interesting about that is the crowd was at the top. If the crowd was in the middle, you would have had that every five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Which descending, I don't know if you really want that. I think it's probably better where you had it because you're slow at the top and you can get handouts and mm -hmm. stuff. I think that's, but if you did have a flat, the top, know, or the top was pretty perfect for the for, top, for was, handouts. top was good, but it'd yeah. be, you know, having somebody in the middle, if you have a mechanical would be big. Yeah. Yeah. There, I think there's a lot more that yeah. we could do. I would not to play suggest, the game. Yeah. I would not suggest anybody doing this by yourself. No. I, I really don't think like, I think unless you're, you know, I mean, there's people out there who have done it by themselves, I'm it's sure. And will continue to do it by themselves. That's a, that's a tough day. I think yeah. arrow helmet. And I know this sounds crazy, but I think that they make helmets and Jake, you'll be able to comment on this. I don't know which one's which, but like the ones with the visors that slide down for, you know, aerodynamics and they slide up, up for the yeah. wind ventilation. Huh? Because when you're descending, you're going what? 50 miles an hour. Like oh, yeah. that's all aerodynamics. Aero helmet, you can grab yourself two, three miles an hour average. Which with is that. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The Giro then, Vanquish, if I'm not mistaken, has that that visor it that, does it slides up and down yeah and then another thing i was thinking like what if someone cleaned your glasses or i know you don't really you didn't really did you wear I, glasses for some nope. of it or no i wore i wore no glasses yeah i mean i think tonk maybe changed glasses tonk was actually talking about that at one point because he had his clears and yeah. they were starting to get dirty Gross. at the top yeah so he switched them out for his um yeah uh, i was just thinking ones. like basically you need like a pit crew right i mean where it's like yep you had people helping you guys you guys had really good help yeah but you know a fast tie, you know, a fast wheel change or a fast bike chain lube or clean glasses. Mm -hmm. If that was all planned ahead of time, that exactly. would have been interesting. Exactly. So I kept thinking like this was, I was making the video and I was like, Oh, there's all this stuff. Once I read the you know rules, I was like, this is a free for all. You can do anything. You, can yep. do. you could descend on one set of wheels and ascend on a different set or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't think that would make that much sense, but, but if you have a longer, if climb, you have longer climbs, yeah. it starts to be, you know, you start to think of like all the stuff you could do. That one was a great descent because it was straight. And I think that yep. that's the key, right? Like you want to descend where you don't have all those curves, which, you know, if you're descending yeah. Mount Hood, then it's a, it's a little sketchy. Exactly. Exactly. So, it really was kind of a perfect descent for that. I think it's interesting, you know, other things too, like you guys were both on disc brakes. Rim brakes would have been lighter. Yep. But yep. I think you want the stopping, stopping power. At the bottom, stopping yeah. power for the turnaround that we needed. So I yeah. Think that's it. I mean, you guys yeah. were on 
I think you were on the perfect wheel sets because you guys are on like mid mid arrow. Basically, mm-hmm. both of you guys were on probably I don't know what they were forty mil. Yeah, yeah. I wish yeah. I would. I would say because you want aerodynamics on the way yeah. down, and they're still light enough weight that they'd be fine going up. Oh yeah, yeah. Jake's fake was light as light as they get going uphill. It was good. That's cool. I think the bike was probably what Jake sixteen. Just over 16 pounds. Just 16, yeah. yeah. You could do crazy stuff. Like Phil Guyman, didn't he cut his handlebars yeah. yep. for some fun? You could do he that does. because you're probably descending on the tops and yep. things anyway. There's a Absolutely. lot. Absolutely. How many gear changes did you do? Did you stay in that big tooth the whole time? I group? used three gears all day. Um, when I started to push, I jumped up into the, what would that have been, the 31 or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I stayed in the 31 for like six laps, even through the steep section. I was like out of the saddle. Looking back, that was probably a bad decision. I should have stayed in the 33 during the steep sections. Yeah. <laughs> and then a couple laps I did, there was one where I don't know what I was thinking. I think through a section, I just like went, I should have been peeking on my heart. I probably went like deep in the red one section. I did jump up into whatever the 29 or something. And yeah. Yeah. That was dumb. So I think I used three gears all day. Wow. Descending, what'd you use? Nothing. I didn't. Nothing. Yeah. Just tuck, Cause, tuck cause and roll. You, yeah. So then you can there turn you around go. right you there. You don't even have to He paddle. could go one by. I never, yeah. uh, on all my, on yeah. all my, uh, attempts, I never, uh, changed it. a gear. Yeah. Wow. I just, I, well, I only had a 28 on, but I just left it in 28 the entire time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of interesting things I think that I think also, you know, we talk about rolling resistance and things like that. Mm-hmm. The roads were pretty good. Yeah. So it's you a could, perfect road for that. So yeah. you can run slightly different tire pressure. You could run some tires that are a little bit sketchy, like the Vittoria Corsa Speed. Mm-hmm. That would be one. You had the 5000s, right? GP, GP 5000s? Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's yeah. a good, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that's a pretty awesome option. Which is good for the durability of the turnarounds, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what the way to go. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there's more that we could. There's time on the table. Definitely. <laughs> get you. We'll get you sub 10. There we go. <laughs> next Stay next weekend. Tuned. Next weekend, next guys. Next week. Come on, yeah, Lachlan. Six days later. I think Can you I, imagine doing that again this coming weekend? Oh, my. You, did, how many days later was it? Seven, seven days? Seven days. Yeah. What a crazy I think, I think it was actually six. I don't think it was a full week later. I think it was like six days later. The, his first attempt, he really wasn't planning on doing it. No. He just woke up and was like, hey, Dad, he, want to go toss me yeah, a bottle? He's a crazy person. He's like, Dad, come come uh, help me. I'm going to do a few uh, re- repeats on this climb and see if I'm it's going to work for my... <laughs> And he ended up going for it. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> I could, I guess if you told me, <laughs> if you, if you, if you told me like, all right, you know, you, you absolutely have to do it this seven days from now, I could, it would be probably three hours slower. Yeah. I'd be a wreck by the end and wouldn't want to see a bicycle <laughs> right. for three, three I think months. But Jake's point of there's going to be some training effect is interesting. Like I yeah. think like two weeks from now, maybe it's going to be, I think it's going to be this upcoming weekend. Probably. Yeah. I'd say like seven days to kind of recover from that. I know that you're going to train this week, but I think oh, yeah. you're going to start yeah. to feel in about a week or two from now. Yeah. Probably about two weeks. I'd, I'd I say it'd be interesting. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Find something. We'll find see. It. I don't know what you're going to do. We're going to turn you loose on a couple segments. And just I think there's going to be a couple I want to get. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a couple efforts I've been waiting for this to We're do post. going to so. need to borrow the e-bike. <laughs> there you go. That's it. <laughs> I'll come video. Have to there purchase you go. one of those. Yeah. Have yeah. a round. <laughs> Motor pacing people. Coaching them. All right. Let's jump into one last thing. Lance. Uh, I was asked on one of my uh, laps, Lance, why didn't you just do this with them? Uh, no. Because it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. That was from David. You Blessing. know, once you get a third of the way in, though, you really do have to ask, like, I mean, you know, I was out here you already were, a while. I really, <laughs> I really wasn't. I mean, I was tired, but I but I wasn't sore at all yeah. because I really didn't push hard. But anyway. 10K is well with it. Lance has turned himself into a climber here. No. 
I have not. <laughs> That's cool. Evan, one last thing. I just want to thank my mom for coming out yeah. to Washington State. That's a long flight. Yeah. Long Thanks, way. mom. It's a stressful time period to be traveling to. She yeah, did awesome with it. She's been here, you know, she she's leaving tomorrow, but she's been here since Thursday. And I'm glad I could at least give you something interesting <laughs> to watch for a little bit. I'm glad you actually got to see Portland too. So yeah. Great being here. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, one last thing. Uh, I posted a video to YouTube. Guess what it's about? <laughs> Everesting. You should definitely check it out. Yeah. You should um, harass you know, me as much as just possible. Just drop in the drop some comments. I mean, it really was. It's. I. I don't think that I did it justice. Being there with the crowd was really magical. It was. And uh, it's really hard to. I mean, first of all, how do you prepare to know like that's going to happen? You don't. And mm -hmm. so I did my best, but it was cool to be there, and you can at least see some of that in the video. So, so great. Check it out. That was an awesome video, Matt. That's one of my favorite videos yep. you've put out there. Well, there's biking I'm, in it. Well, exactly. <laughs> so I was just going to say tri it, like, it's I, a triathlon channel. Yeah, I don't want to be a homer about it, but I just I really enjoyed it. I thought it was well Thank done. You. I Thank you. I had a little bit of like comedy, a little bit of fun in there. The the characters that you picked out for the show or for the the episode, <laughs> whatever it is that you call those things, those were fun. Yeah, um, yeah. you guys did good. And uh, yeah, go check it out. Where can mm -hmm. where, where can they see that again? YouTube.com slash M Legrand, M L E G R A N D. And subscribe and hit that like button. Smash Whatever people do. Smash that notification. Tonk, Tonk nailed it. Like he's like yep. exhausted from his ride and he's like, hit that like button. Yeah. Subscribe. <laughs> Smash it. <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, my one last thing is my doctor's appointment tomorrow is um, hopefully gonna yield me some news that I can potentially maybe hopefully fingers crossed get back on a bike soon. Yeah, potentially maybe awesome. hopefully. <laughs> um, I, I I can't sit on the sidelines anymore, you guys. I'm I don't know. Just it's no summertime. Watching everybody else ride sucks. It's like the third summer in a row that it's been something. Um, I need to be able to get out there and I need to get trained. And I'm, I'm tired of being soft and chubby. Well, <laughs> it's awesome that this surgery has gone so well that this is an option because yeah. you didn't know if you were going to be like three or four months. Yeah. You know, it still mm -hmm. hurts, but I'm making decent progress. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. He pushed her really hard through the first couple of weeks. So yeah. first yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Stupid continuous passive range of motion. Oh, yeah. Things sinister it's be, he's gonna need to like sinister. frame the passive range of motion machine after this or sell it for like you office, know office yeah. office space you know when they go to town on the printer oh, i'm gonna God, do that be perfect we could play yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm picking up the medical device companies can pick it up. i don't know it's just disappeared yeah <laughs> all right that's it that's podcast 123 you guys nice. wow <laughs> um, and again, to all of our patrons, thank you very much. If you are interested in becoming a Patreon yourself, go to dialpodcast.com. You will see it right there on the landing page, Patreon. Click on that, and it'll take you through to our uh, little dog and pony show, and it'll show you a couple different options that you can be a part of the show with, um, and maybe win a buff like Jenny and, and Terry Hammes did. They, no, they're just as the Hammes family. Do we have to give them two? Or that, do they just win one buff? That's up to you, Jake. I don't know. This is your show, man. Have to figure that out. <laughs> Knowing Jenny, she's going to arm wrestle me for that second uh, one. <laughs> um, that's it. Guys, thank you again. Evan, again, hats off to you. And Tonk, um, congratulations to you. I wish that you could have been here today, but you are uh, probably driving into Spokane about yep. right now as we're recording this. And we wish you and Annie all the best as you start your uh, little adventure into grad school. And your family's growing, and it's just, man, you you left on a good high note. Yes, he left. He left quite the quite the the legacy here. Yes. There's there's going to be I I hope people talk about Jesse Tonkinson in this region in like 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah, they I think they will. will be. He's going to be one of those guys that does good things. So absolutely. And this is just yep. him getting started in life. So thank you for listening. We will see you all next week. Bye for now.